Did you check everything? Yeah, no. No, I know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. What's up? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. I figured you would. I watched that trailer the first yeah. fucking second it came. It was made available online. <laughs> and he masturbated into it. <laughs> That's That part's not true. That part's not true. Part of what I'm saying is not true. <laughs> I have a million dollars <laughs> and Brian masturbated to that video. Yeah. All right, so we're listening to the opening music for The Expanse because we're going to talk about that on the, the podcast here real quick. Um, welcome to the podcast. It is the Bearded Wonder Paul. Hey, what's going on? We have Radical Ron back from hiatus. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Radical Ron. Um, and me, Brian, on the podcast today. Greg Alicious is out of town. Um, or Gorgeous Greg. Gorgeous Greg. He goes by both. Yeah. Equ- uh, I, equally appropriate. Dirty Greg and the boys. Dirty Greg and the boys. <laughs> Dirty Greg. <laughs> Dirty Greg and the boys. That's funny. So um, follow us at, on Twitter at uh, BingeWatchPC. Um, Facebook is BingeWatchPodcast.com. Search for that. The website is BingeWatchPodcast.com. And any and all emails, um, uh, Brian at BingeWatch podcast.com and if you the first person to give us a uh, review on iTunes Paul has promised to give them a, a, fr- a free hand job <laughs> here's my hand male or, <laughs> male or female I'll have, to, I'll have to mail you my hand but <laughs> part of that's not true Paul charges five dollars for a hand job so uh, it's, it know, will not be a free hand job but sometimes ten it depends yeah. you know hand jobs a hand job you know yeah. what I'm saying alright Paul kick us off with the news all right, check out this high tech. Oh yeah, bring us bring us some production music here. Today, <laughs> November 29th, two thousand fifteen. Industry news <laughs> with the bearded wonder. <laughs> All right, so that's <laughs> okay. Stop that! I stole that. <laughs> All right, so. Uh, All right, school of the daily show. <laughs> so uh, off of uh, one of my favorite uh, sites, extremist dot com. Uh, we like that guy. S T R E A M I S T dot com. M O U R R cord U S E R cord cutters to blame. Him out. Yes. Our cord cutters to blame. ESPN has lost seven million subscribers uh, over the last two yeah, years. I heard about this, yeah. Well, yeah. that cord cutters are and their shitty stuff they put on there. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. uh, eight hundred channels of crappy stuff yeah, right? yeah. and their channels of sports so. yeah so what did the so, article say uh they said this sh- shouldn't come as a huge surprise uh, but espn and live sports in general remain the last remaining hope for most traditional cable offerings like my cable with fios yeah. i get the package mm-hmm. i uh, to get the package i wanted i had to have like 50 channels and you know he's ESPN. very specific with the package he likes yeah. he likes a big package well, that's <laughs> i do <laughs> but just not with espn um they have lost seven million subscribers uh disney properties have seen collapsing metrics yep. as they are mm-hmm. they are disney pro- property so um they're trying to blame it on cord cutting or cord nevering has started cutting the cable yeah. Oops. yeah. The uh, the number of people that pay for traditional cable packages that offer bundles in Disney properties, specifically ESPN, decreases as well as more people turn to less expensive and sometimes more convenient methods of consumption. Like Brian has talked about before with uh, I had consumption once. Yeah, with uh, <laughs> kill me. He'll turn on he'll turn on uh, Showtime or HBO just to 
catch up on the shows he wants right. really quickly, and then, and then he <laughs> right. turns it off. And once you've consumed all the content you want, you shut that puppy down. It's uh, it's a la carte. So, uh, yeah, they, uh, the article said they'll be following this trend closely as we fo- they fully expect these numbers to remain interesting with the rise of S video, video on demand, SVOD. Oh, is that, is that the new industry term, SVOD? Yeah. <laughs> Streaming video on, on demand. demand. SVOD. Stream. And Shop VOD. Shop SVOD. Yes. Army, Army, Army and Darkness reference right there. As long oh, as it's yeah. a strong stream. Nobody wants a weak stream. We, we did say <laughs> last time that extremist.com sounded a little bit like a Golden Showers website. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's the way to get him on our side, too. I'm sure he appreciates that. Uh, hey, guys, I can understand it's one podcast, but two, two podcasts in a row, come on. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, 12 days of binging. This is off Variety.com. Uh, December gets busy with TV series premieres. Uh, television's Christmas vacation has been canceled. Um, it usually December was consigned uh, to uh, reruns, ho- uh, holiday specials, movies, and classic TV marathons, as we've all seen. Um, uh, NBC has a new uh, comedy coming on, uh, Eva Longoria star telenovela. Yeah, I've actually seen the previews for that. Yeah, getting a showcase. Pre- it's kind of somewhat a smidge interesting. Yeah, uh, getting a showcase preview with two episodes airing December 7th. Uh, okay. uh, it runs right after The Voice. Mm. The Voice's winter season. Not, so. not drawing me in there, but... Uh, well, a okay. lot of people watch it, amazingly yeah, enough. I know. So uh, there's that. Sci-Fi, A&E, Bravo, and Netflix also have significant premieres, which we will be discussing. Yes, we will. Um, um, Amazon is going to light up uh, 10 new episodes of that. Uh, their hit, uh, Transparent. Uh, second that, season yeah. on December I know, and, and they won a bunch of awards. I still haven't watched that, though. I haven't watched it either. It's yeah. like that, that show that I was talking about that always shows up when you turn on Prime, uh, the Mozart in the Jungle. Don't know. Yeah. Never watched it. <laughs> and like, I was like, now, no, get, get out of the way so I can I know that Transparency is really good or winning won all those awards, but it's right. competing with so many other things for my attention that yeah. I can't. I just can't squeeze it in. Well, nope. No, and I, I even was, with your sleepless nights, there's only so many hours a day. There's only so many hours because <laughs> I I said last week wasted I was I was and wasted nights. Yeah, I said last week I was going to catch up on Man in the High Castle, which is on Prime. Right, fail. Nope. But yep, I did not. Twelve monkeys. See, I got a book twelve, 12 monkeys. monkeys. Uh, had a man. I, I was like, oh, I'll watch an episode. I'll go back and forth, and then I was like. I am done with twelve monkeys. <laughs> 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 it's great. We'll talk about that later. Um, uh, David Dave Howe, president of NBC Universal's Sci-Fi and Chiller Cabler, said uh, December launch has an advantage of offering a clear marketing and scheduling runway, since most fall shows have ended their run. Yeah, so, and yeah. I think we I brought this up months and months ago on the podcast that the the CBS, NBC, and the ABC have to be super careful. These hiatuses that they take. That's prime real estate for them to come in and launch shows. Yeah. And again, it's not like it was in the 70s and 80s and 90s. Yeah, I don't. People don't stop watching those shows because if you can watch it at any time, you don't have to worry about, well, I can't do that because of the holidays or blah, blah, blah. Right. Just after you think about stupid Christmas specials. Yeah, then you yeah. roll whatever you want to roll. I think that they really need to rethink this in the next couple of years and stop this holiday hiatus thing. Yeah, yeah they're going to have to adjust something because, like, now there's so many shows that are really interesting to me 
is that, and like you said, you can get it on demand or on Netflix or something like that. Yeah. I just go over to that. And I, how many, like AMC and all them have been very good at, and History Channel, uh, putting those shows in the summer when there's not a lot of competition because they're waiting for their big fall premiere and then they're going right. to do their springtime and then they're going to take a little dip and the, you know, the big three are going to go away and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. Well, for they really got to rethink that. Cable TV and even network TV to keep their viewers, they're going to have to roll one new show after another they're going to have to like have to have to stagger it to where they're developing and putting new content out there as soon as if there's a show that takes a hiatus or if they don't if they if they want to break it or if they get to the end of it they need the next new show starting right after it so that that it picks up and they can pull viewers kind of like AMC's doing with uh, into the badlands you know they're trying to pull viewers from walking dead into it right. that big audience into it and it's you know it's working now yeah. for them and that Chris Hardwick is a little nervous all the time. Every, every week he's like, now make sure yeah. that you stay. We're on an hour later after <laughs> Into the Badlands. <laughs> like, Man, my empire is crumbling. I know. What are they going to, he's going to have to rename his show like uh, Into the Badlands Talking or something. <laughs> yeah. Some, some crafty. Into thing. the Bad Dead. <laughs> into, into, into the. Talking. Talk, talk land. <laughs> into talk land. There you go. Batting talk land. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a talking bad in the land of the dead. Have y'all ever uh, <laughs> the last thing off this uh, variety thing about the launches? Uh, have y'all heard of Wii TV? That's the Nintendo. Uh, WETV. It's a. I guess it's a cable channel. Yeah, yeah I think I've seen their logo or something. Women yeah. or something. Well, they oh, have. Uh, they have a new uh, show. It's a Eli Roth directed supernatural thriller called South of Hell. On oh, it already started November twenty seventh. It's owned by AMC. It's yeah. similar to VH1 and Bravo. Yeah. Which, I don't know, like Bravo used to be one of my favorite <clears throat> channels. It's now gorged with reality show bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Um, so how could it be between sitting between VH1 and Bravo? I don't even know what VH1 runs anymore. I don't either. Uh, uh, catfish. And a lot of shows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was MTV. Yeah. Um, there was seven the official channel for s- shut-ins. 16, preg- 16 and pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. So this, uh, this show, South of Hell... Is a uh, it's seven episodes and they ran it as a marathon starring Mina Servari as Savannah, the Georgia-based demon hunter, mm. and they started it as a, on tw- the twenty seventh as a marathon starting at six p.m. and I'm sure you can video on demand it mm-hmm. as well. I may have seen a brief they, trailer on that or something. That yeah. sounds familiar. WeTV had, had been promoting uh, the unorthodox premiere as a Black Friday binge opportunity. Hmm. I missed it. <laughs> I didn't. I was. I, was, I did too. I was on the. I was on twelve. Months. But I haven't heard anything about Wii TV in a million years. So, yeah, and that that uh, this article agree was is in agreement with what you guys were just talking about. Is that uh, it, uh, reflects another reason why December is uh, long viewed as a TV graveyard, but now it's not because everybody's piling onto it. Yeah. So how long? What's the where's the next graveyard? Because they filled this graveyard up. We need another graveyard now. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a three TV, and then, and then we, it, it already is. But for the big guys, have they have got to make an adjustment? It's a three sixty five thing. It's not these two peak times and then move away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the um, and then they they talk. They also talk about sci fi's, and we're going to be talking a lot. We just saw the trailer before we started recording for Childhood's End. Looks good. It looks good. Uh, and then, uh, of course, uh, uh, it's uh, starting uh, December 14th. Yes. So uh, I'm, I'm on board. Running uh, six hours over three nights. 
starting December 14th. And oh, then oh, followed like by the miniseries. Yeah, and then uh, followed by the premiere of the Space Opera series, The Expanse. Ten Which episodes for to talk about. That's well. right. Cool. So, uh, yeah, that's a. Let me make sure that's it for the news. I think that's pretty much it for the news. Uh, awesome. That's it for the the binging. Let's. So, so yeah, that's a uh, that's a, that's a wrap for the news for this week. Okay. Do let's do. Let's see. You want to do a little bit of Gotham talk? Yeah. I'm not. I'm still not caught up, but you can. If you want to talk to this last week's episode, yeah, uh, the uh, is the son of Gotham, uh, uh, Bruce and Silver, which is uh, was um, uh, Galavan's niece, uh, uh, were kidnapped by Tom the Knife, by portrayed by Tommy. Is he related Tommy. to Mac? <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Like, like, hold on, is that the joke? Three thirty joke train coming into the station. Uh, who's being uh, uh, Tommy the knife? Tom the knife is uh, Tommy Flanagan from uh, Sons of Anarchy. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that he was going to transfer over, and I, I like. And you, here's where you can tell that this show is really picking up steam. Um, the 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 girl from Firefly that plays his love interest now. What's her name? Marina, Marina, uh, something like that. In uh, real life. Oh yeah, from uh, Firefly. Yeah, yeah, actress from Firefly. Yeah, so she's coming over. He's Tommy Flanagan's coming over from Marina Baccarin, something like that. Yeah. Um. Uh. So there's a lot of big stars piling onto this show. So you can tell that's where it's. Yeah, um, it's got a huge fan. Steam, it's got a yeah. huge fan, and the, I've really, I've really enjoyed it. Like I said, I, I blasted through season one, all twenty two episodes, really, like in just a few days, mm-hmm. and. It's 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 easy watch. Is it keeping its steam this yeah. season? Yeah, it's uh, uh, Bruce turns out in this episode to because uh, uh, Silver, his niece, was Galavan was trying to uh, basically make uh, Bruce think that she was liking him, trying to manipulate him basically, and uh, he wasn't having none of that. <laughs> he 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 played a, he played along with it, and uh, uh, and then he said no. Yeah, that was good a, for him. That was a good episode. Uh, with uh, uh, we uh, we got the impression that because it was kidnapped by this Tom the Knife, um, and uh, there was a there was a nice twist at awesome. near the end. So it was pretty cool. Well, I'm gonna it, it's on my thing to still. I had so much family in and out of the house for um, the holidays. I did a lot of rewatching with them and watched some Man in the High Castle and some other stuff and stayed current. Um, but I'm looking forward to fully rolling. I'm, I'm going to try to catch up with Gotham this week and so we can go, go a little bit more into it. But um, I like that the big stars are coming out. And on Twitter, we were talk, I was talking back and forth with that guy about Terriers. Yeah. God, you guys have got to watch Terriers. I've heard of it. So I went mm-hmm. and revalidated why Terriers failed, and it's because of the name. They did a big study. It was on FX. It was great. It was with the guy that plays Harvey, Don, Donald. Terriers? Like yeah. His like the dog? dog. Yep. <laughs> it was, but um, it was about a, a police officer who was kicked off the force. Alcoholic wife left him. He has to do this little crappy PI job on the side. He recruits a criminal to work with him, um, who's a who he had previously arrested as a cop, and the guy's a, a cat burglar. And they just do like little odd job pickups for private investigator stuff, and you know they get caught up in bigger stories. They stumble into things on accident. Um, it's a great fucking show, man. Really? Yeah, I, I think bet. they only did an episode or a series, season and a half. 
Um, great fucking 16, show. 16 episodes. Yeah. God, I loved it. And, and it just PBI got, was a big fan of that and show, it, too. And it got canceled after one season. Because they couldn't get any, It was uh, running around. It was bumping like 400,000 to 500,000 viewers a week. But so they did a big survey about the show, TV show Terriers, and nobody, everybody thought it was a dog show. I, so I, nobody, <laughs> no, one would, yeah. no one would tune in. And it was a horrible ad campaign that focused mostly, mostly, God, on the dog aspect of this Terriers. And the the terriers thing is supposed to be that they're tenacious, like they don't let go of things. Terriers are fairly little tenacious, aggressive dogs. I would have called. I could have picked a different dog. And I, a better I name. Well, <laughs> I would have picked a non-dog name. Yeah. I would have picked tenacious over yeah. terriers. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so it tenacious basically show. failed because of its t- terrible title. But then you have what's tenacious his, what's Dog's, yeah, dog's <laughs> last name like Longley or something like that. Guess. Um, tell me. L O G U E. Lagoo. 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 Donald. Lego Mayor. Yeah, kind of a comedic actor, comedic, com, comedian. No. He's like he always do kind of funny. No. Jogo roles. No, he was. He played a psychopath in Sons of Anarchy. He played a maniacal. Um, this dude? Yeah. yeah. Let me see. Yeah, he played a maniacal guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he's, a, and he's Harvey. He's, Hell on Wheels. He's Harvey. He's a sort of a good. Slash slightly crooked cop. Maybe on earlier Gotham. in his career and stuff I've never seen, but he's always kind of played a fairly intense character. He was real oh, intense in Terry. Was the dude in Blade, the original Blade, yeah. the vampire? He cut off me, took my hand. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Well, send that hand to him instead. Yeah. <laughs> Paul will use that hand for the hand job. Uh, the hand yeah, of, he was in Ghost Rider. And, yeah, I don't ever remember him being anything funny. That doesn't mean he, he wasn't, but I don't remember him. Um. All right, so Gotham, I'm going to catch up. Yeah, definitely do. It's uh, it's got um, it's November 30th, uh, which is is that that's tomorrow. It's is uh, mid season break cool. episode. So we're all up on to speed on Blind Spot. No, no, yeah. no. It's a one show. Well, we're going to about no. to get some uh, spoiler we, spoiler alert for you. I've big kind guy. of seen some of the what's coming, but um, I don't think them. that you have. What did you think? You you you're up to speed. Yeah. What did you think about the uh, finale? I, I liked it. The twist. Is this oh, the? Yeah. Is this a season yeah. finale? Or just it's break a little bit mid-season. more makes sense than um, it's mid season. All of these they're all mid season breaks. Yeah, yeah. Um, Same with uh, Gotham tomorrow. It's so mid-season. the the the, it, the piece at the end right. where she finds out. And I guess we don't really have to say where she finds out who's behind sending her in and everything. Yeah. I thought that was a bit of a unique take. Yeah. It didn't seem retarded, which I was really worried about that it was going to come across as, wow, that's what's going on. <laughs> and that, and that was my, lame. yeah, that was my initial reservation. The first like two or three episodes that we've talked about on yeah. this podcast is that I was where it's like, oh, I didn't want any more lame sauce on my food. <laughs> yeah. There are some lame elements to the show. You do mm-hmm. find out though, who but it's, it has inserted her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, into, you say that with uh, woeful glee on your yes. face. <laughs> um, hashtag tattooed girls rule. <laughs> right, um, right. So that's what I always put on there when I post on Twitter. <laughs> so uh, you do find out who has um, sent her on this mission, who's behind it all. And, and it's like the reveal is like the last two minutes of yeah. that episode, something like that. Yeah. Um, and they have, for my big reservation has been, we talked to it a little bit about last week has been the the uh, the character vacillation between the I'm a badass I'll kick all y'all's asses maybe <laughs> yeah that's annoying to me that part and of it. I, don't know, I don't know how many Calm weeks down. you are behind but the the 
not the finale, uh, but the one before that, they finally, I, there's no sniveling I, on her part. I think it's episode. the one where we're getting ready where they go to the, whatever, the ball, they get dressed up in tuxes. And okay, that. that's oh, the one okay. where they, there's we, no we sniveling, okay. or yeah. at least minimal sniveling next from her time. character in that episode. Good. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I did send him a note. So I said, could we, could we please minimize <laughs> Is she the hero of this story, or right. is she the goat of all of this? And it's like, come on, yeah. figure it out. Could y'all uh, tattoo a, a, a spine on her? Yeah, can you say, <laughs> I am a badass somewhere on her arm or something? Yeah, and can, uh, like, oh reminded of that. I, I need to be out there with a gun. You know, it's, I'm good with a gun. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I had to use my gun and shoot at people. <laughs> she sounds like a redneck. <laughs> yeah, a, yeah. Well, I make everybody yeah. sound hey, uh, a little bit uh, Sort of, sort of on talking about shtick, uh, sure. tattooed people with amnesia. They're going to be remaking Memento. I know. And there was a big outcry on a on movie the remake or a, a, a show TV it's show. A, it's a, I think it's, it's a, a movie. movie. It's a movie well, remake. A, a different a different company bought the company that has all the rights to those films, and they bought the rights with the intention of taking the best out of that and doing remakes. That is, I mean, it's been sixteen, seventeen years since Memento came out. That is a great film. So you know think I know, but you think the you think of this though that, that um, everybody who's seen that film. Who's gonna see it? Has probably seen. Well, it was fifteen, two thousand. Yeah, uh, it's okay. You can apologize now. I'm not apologizing. Okay, for nothing. I apologize for nothing. <laughs> I'm the Donald Trump of this show. <laughs> right. Fuck y'all. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. You're wrong. Catch, Sorry. Catch me lying. I wasn't lying. Catch me lying. <laughs> oh, I wasn't making fun of the guy. <laughs> I wasn't making fun of the cripple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't call him cripples. <laughs> He's. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying what Donald Trump said. Yeah. So they, it, that was. Uh, they had an apologist. Started doing no, yeah. unreliable sources this morning on CNN. They had a. They trotted out some Trump spokesperson, and uh, he he said he was uh, he was making he was making fun of him, right? No, he does the, he does those gestures in all of his talks. Well, it's like <laughs> what he acts It's like he's also making fun of and, and he said gestures, which is a name of a game. Yeah, just, trademark. Just gestures. <laughs> Sorry, I did not say that. <laughs> Roll the tape. I did not say that. I'm yeah. doing my Donald Trump impression. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's an idiot. Yeah, he is. But so that's why they they bought the that the uh, that catalog so that they can remake those for people that haven't seen those shows because it'll be you know if you were Sears four catalog. years old now you're 19 now they can roll that out and wow what a great movie now just go watch the original but that's their plan is to remake there there there's like five or six of, of that catalog they're already like thinking about remaking so uh, which one of the uh, singers of One Direction are they going to star in this oh in gosh, I, <laughs> I, I hope it's the 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 worst one. I don't know their names. And he's slowly tortured to death in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> They're going to cast Miley Cyrus. <laughs> that movie's got a phenomenal cast. I mean, there's no reason to remake it, but it's, you know, there's a buck in it. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean. So you get caught up on Blind Spot, but yep. it's good. I, I, I it at least was if they would have rolled something out that would have been totally lame, I probably would not have be watching it when it picks back up in January. Yeah. Yeah. But they, if 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 we're done with the sniveling, and it's her reason for this, she's on this mission is starting to make sense a little bit. At least at at this point, you can't cast much shade on it. Well, yeah, and at least at this point, she has no. Now that they've revealed uh, the 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 who inserted her, in, there's no reason she can she should be sniveling anymore. 
Yes, you should ex- be able to accept this and move on. Yeah, you said you s- you had more issues with it though. Just just that the, you know that she, yeah she's a wimp one moment crying you know being a girly girl the next minute she's a total tomboy badass and and kicking somebody's butt and uh, you know can yeah. kill at the drop of a hat and then ooh, I think what, you're what, just what little, happened I think you're that just, and the whole some of the believability things we we talked about in previous episodes of some of the. You know, sometimes the suspension of disbelief required for that show was a, a little, little extreme. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, good thing they figured that, that and, out. And dude, you know, best FBI agent of all, dude, does not follow any protocol of, you know, checking you know, oh. the suspects first, you know, securing perimeters, stuff like that. And he's all more worried about her. And I'm like, dude. Are you okay? Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah, come I'm on. on. <laughs> the Hope Scally. That guy sort of wears me down. Scally McScaller. They open his character up a little bit. And Scally McScalfish. Yeah. How many times can I look at you and very yeah, with my, squint, barely, my squinty, gritty eyes? Barely move my lips. And <laughs> maybe, maybe he'll he'll start being the sniveler. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Are you okay? Can we investigate the the crimes on the inside thigh tattoos? Yeah. <laughs> That's what Ron's really looking forward to. When are you going to get to the crimes on the inside of her thighs? <laughs> yeah, she's tattooed everywhere. National security. Yeah. Daylight. Yeah. We've got to get this stuff figured out. It's on the inside of those thighs. What's so, so cool. I, but I think at least the last two episodes that you've got to go are going to be okay. They're going to be a good watch. Yeah. Good. There's not going to be a huge... At least I... And that, uh, we talked about last week the where they go to the... They get dressed up in the tuxes and stuff. It was yeah. the first episode that afterwards I was like, mm. "Please tell me that's not a a, a rip off of the uh, opening and closing scenes in uh, True Lies." No. <laughs> okay. Good. No. <laughs> that, that did have a good a good Ron's finale movie. though to that episode. It's okay. Yeah. But what I think they're really going to struggle with is all these crimes that are de- derivatives of the tattoos are one episode, and that does get right back to your fairly procedural you know how the episode's going to play out so it'll be interesting how they continue because blacklist i think does this perfectly they have the episode story that totally fits in with their long-term story arc so it'll be interesting to see as these tattoo things play out does it not become monotonous to just watch them go through this process and and be fine at the end and and all that stuff so be interesting to see does she? They get the season five of it, and they're like, "We already solved that crime." Yeah. Wait. Then, then, son, could you please mark that off the list? How many, how many tattoos within tattoos are there on this? I know. Woman's body. Well, there's a special glow in the dark ink yeah, underneath right. it. Yeah. Is that? Been uh, there. All right. Wait, have you check the inside of her eyelids, because you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one dark patch is now th- three things. Hey, right. Know. Yeah. Check the bottom of her feet. Come on. Um, Something did bump, and that that uh, mid-season break episode did bump me a little bit mm-hmm. when she was getting waterboarded. It's like, could you like hold your breath for a minute? <laughs> I mean, she, she started pouring it immediately. You know, I know it goes up the nose. I know how that, that all works. But it's like immediate reaction. It's like, well, could you like what, twist your mouth up or something? I mean, from my understanding, because that stuff is pouring up your nose, it's almost impossible to hold your breath during that. Like no matter how many badasses, no matter how many badass, how much badass you have in you before they start pouring that water up your nose, you're kind of done. 
Yeah, but he didn't even have her head pinned. Just turn your head to the side. <laughs> I mean, she. I mean, her head was totally. And she was even doing well, that. They didn't, have, they didn't have the sackcloth over her face. And they had a. They, he had a cloth over her face, but so he didn't did have her want, head pinned. What did you want? Like half an episode of waterboarding? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, detailed waterboarding. <laughs> hey, yeah, gotta, get it. Because you know, Jenny says it's not torture, so. Hey, <laughs> I follow Halliburton. I mean, <laughs> all hell Halliburton. See, got you. Yeah, so that that bumped me a little bit because her head wasn't held down or anything, and it's like you can just turn your head a little bit. Get, oh, I got swimmers here now. <laughs> here. Yeah. Well, you know Dang what it. I did? I, the guy who's playing the guy that does that, the CIA, CIA director. Yeah. Um, he's in, um, and I really like him. He I didn't good... like that role for him, but he was okay. But he's in Hot Man in the High Castle too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's good okay. in that. Good, 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 good. All right, so that's blind spot talk. Catch up We're on it, Ron. You're watching Heroes Are Born. How many episodes are you in? Four. Four? Yeah. So you have not hit Odessa Part 1 and 2 yet, right? Uh, Where they go back? No. Okay. No, they just went there. The, you know, the dude, uh, fat guy, uh, leads him back to Odessa for the or the, um, you know, the side of the June 13th Which bomb. And then they've got the, the dude that was following him. Following, uh, how many fat guys they got? What's his Glass man guy, glasses guy. He has a power. Yes, he is. He, I think oh, he has okay. the coolest power in the uh, being, f- okay. being fat. <laughs> <laughs> he can eat a bag Blubber. of donuts. <laughs> <laughs> he can eat all he wants. What are you so doing? I'm sitting on stays him. He's the same level of fat. So his power is depending for your thoughts. No, not he, that guy. Okay, then who's the guy that's in the car with a glass, horn rim glasses guy? What's okay, his name? so he doesn't have a, the, he, right. The, he, he's the guy a that truth, works for, truth or whatever, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. so he works for the main baddie, or he used to. Yeah. And he has a sister. Have you, you got to, yeah, right. His sister, yeah, he realized his sister yeah, yeah. was, did you, somebody say, sister? Sistra. Sistras. Okay. So his little sidekick buddy, right, the hipster guy. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the beard yeah. and the, right, yeah. 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 So, uh, you've still got two episodes to get. I don't know if the cheerleader's alive or dead. He thinks he's she, he thinks he's dead, but doesn't yeah. remember because his memory was wiped. I thought that I thought that was that was all in the past. The huh? whole che- cheerleader thing. She was. Um, she was in the first season. You need to go rewatch the the original run. Yeah, she doesn't die in that. I know, She's but I thought I thought they didn't bring. I thought I'd asked you about that. Is it saved? It's still saving the cheerleader and. They bring her up. No, again. she's not. She didn't, well, she's she's one of the main this. heroes in the world. So, yeah, she's a topic of discussion. Oh, I, yeah. is, is she actually in the show? No. no. Oh, but they're still talking about her. They're still talking about her, yeah. yeah. Claire. Yeah, Claire's her name. Yeah. Okay. Claire Bear. I, I thought you said that. Yeah. I, 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 I misunderstood. Bear. I thought you said she wasn't in anymore. So She's thought, not the actress isn't, but the, her character is still a main topic of discussion and part of their mission. Oh, okay. But she's not, nowhere to be found. Because I haven't watched any of the episodes yet. So yeah. I'm going to catch it up. Yeah. Video on demand. So that I, know, I, know you're, I know you like the Japanese girl. Katana girl? Yeah. She's Katana, cute. Yeah. Does she have tattoos? My... my uh, Brother-in-law Cody's like, hey man, the Asian girl's pretty hot. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was all when it was episodes with her, you know, the win the game and all that. She was like, oh, yeah, brother Brian likes 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 the katana lady. Like all pretty ladies, yeah. um, especially, especially Asian. <laughs> <laughs> the so the timeline that you're so many ways I could go with that. the context that you're in. When you get to, and I think the next episode is is called Odessa Part One, and then Odessa Part Two is where they go back in time. 
they they went to Odessa when it's all bombed out. Right, 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 right. right. Try to win the state championship. Yeah. Odessa Berman. (laughs) (laughs) Friday Night Lights. Not anymore, man. It's a ghost town. It's a nuclear wasteland. Well, Odessa was kind of like that now. Yeah, yeah, not a whole lot different. (laughs) (laughs) Smells like like sulfur and tungsten. Just one paper company building got bombed out. Yeah, Yeah, so... You're about to hit the interesting part, and when Odessa Part 2 comes back, and they come back to the current timeline after trying to resolve everything, and everything has kind of hit, the, not everything, but a lot of things have hit the reset button, that's when you're like, oh, now I'm seeing where they're going with this. In, yeah. in Odessa, is that in, is that in Russia? No, that's that's in, uh, in Texas. Oh, Texas. <laughs> no, I meant, uh, I thought there was a play. Uh, the Odessa city, Steps. Uh, some uh, place in Russia that uh-huh. was called Odessa. yeah. yeah. It, but it's actually in Odessa, Texas. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Did yeah. you watch the first one? Oh, man, it's been so long. I know you drink a lot. Or something. <laughs> well, I mean, it's been uh, how many years since the first? Probably about ten. Yeah. So, yeah. damn, give me some, cut me some slack. <laughs> trivia there. You, the one of the main rules of the this show is no slack will be cut. No sniveling. No <laughs> sniveling. You're, are you a Navy SEAL or what, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> original Heroes was 2006. Yeah, so nine years. Yeah. But yeah, the whole, whole, it starts in Odessa. The whole series, which is really weird, revolves around Odessa, Texas. That's as right. most important things do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not since uh, oil has hit uh, around 40 bucks a barrel. <laughs> no yeah. longer. Yeah. Shut her down. Oh, we should have we done Odessa. I'd, forgot, I'd forgotten about that, that it was... Centered I always thought there was just two seasons though. They're saying four on the Yeah, I know and, and I and I, I, checked out, out, like I checked out season, season two. two. Well yeah. that's that's why most people think there's only two seasons because <laughs> uh, writer's track that put wow. a, Tim Kring that put us crimping his style. Yep. But, but is Heroes really is it kinda like uh T V non licensed X Men, <laughs> you know, in a way? Is it, is it? Well, sort of. I mean, yeah. it's like any any mutant, yeah, they don't, yeah. but they don't use the word mutant, of course. Yeah, it's they're evals. evos, 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 evals, um, evolved humans, evolved humans. Yeah. You know, kind of like us. Yeah, of course, um, devolves, <laughs> devolves, or <laughs> devolves. I'm the sniveler. <laughs> My power is sniveling. <laughs> I'm a really good taker of naps. We refuse to evolve. We're just going to stay the same. Yeah, it's going to be. I, I'm. I'm. I. I was like so-so through the first three or four episodes, and then when Odessa Part One and Two, I was like, okay, now I'm in, and I liked how it closed out, and and I like how there's a good balance between. There's evos on both sides. Um, there's a good balance between. Um, it's just not all super powery the whole time. There's right. a good balance between normal humans participating in the story and the and the evos and stuff. So I I I, I enjoyed it quite a bit, and I can't wait for it to yeah. start back up. I'm definitely going to yeah. I'm definitely going to catch up. Yeah, it's on only it. nine episodes, so you know it's, it should be easy yeah. to catch up. Yeah, and I'll I'll do that this week instead of man man high castle. <laughs> it's like I keep on bumping <laughs> um, man high castle. So cool. We'll talk about, let's see, that's Heroes Are Born. I was just going to make a quick mention, and I know, like, I see a lot of stuff on Twitter, and the show's actually started, but Ash vs. Evil Dead. I want to watch that so I know, bad. I, I just not want to pick up stars to do it. Yeah. I'm saying, same, same here. I'm, I'm looking for a way to, to watch that. And it's like, you know, no, yeah. no, there is no way to watch it unless you subscribe to Stars, right? Uh, uh, not that I know of. I've yeah. got, or your Pirate Bay, it's not on Bay or whatever. They don't have it on iTunes. We can buy it per episode. I'm sure that they do. I might buy it on there. 
I don't think it is, actually. I'll drop box it to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, please. Um, <laughs> prank call, prank call. <laughs> uh, I don't want an anonymous hack of my mm-hmm. shit. Um, yeah, check if it's on iTunes. I don't. Normally, everything's on there. I think they're for purchase. Torrent uh, smart. Yeah, Torrent why? Smart. Why wouldn't they do that? Pay twenty bucks for it. Stars. What is he? What are? Is there anything else on Stars? What else do they like? Their mainstays. What's their? They have a bunch of stuff on there. Like the 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 guy from the player and the guy from uh, Blind Spot were on that show on there for a while. I mean, but you could get that on Prime. That's where I watched that. Their Counter Strike or no Strike Back CS:GO. Yeah, Yeah, the uh, I'm sort of mistrust. I've stated my mistrust of anything that starts in I I E or (laughs) email ends uh, in a Z or ends in a Z. Yeah, it's like stars. Come on. Well, it's a, it, you'll you'll enjoy it. Okay, I'll check it out. I'll definitely check you, it out. Ron's uh, he's looking at Wikipedia right now. It's <laughs> not available on iTunes. Man, fuckers! But uh, yeah, Ash vs. Evil. Hey, um, there's dro- a podcast. Dropbox. Somebody started a podcast <laughs> right with it, and I haven't. I'm not going to listen to it until I watch the shows. But it's called Hell to the Chin. Is the name of the podcast? Ah, uh, yes, yeah. That's uh, yeah. It shows that you, that's on iTunes. The podcast. Yeah, Hell, podcast to, Hell to the King, baby. Hell to the King. So held to the chin. So it's a big. Uh, what was that homage. movie? He was uh, Bruce Campbell. Bubba Hotep was that? <laughs> he was he. <laughs> but I think it was a movie called Bubba Hotep. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah, he's he man. He's had a he's had an interesting career. <laughs> Bubba Hotep. <laughs> that might not. That didn't pull up. So. All right. So that's. I was just going to say that I'm just fairly disappointed, and I'm going to have to figure out how I'm going to do that, especially if it's not on iTunes. And they don't. You can't like watch it on their their website or something. Mm, no. There's another podcast it's called big. Another podcast called Primitive Screwheads. <laughs> <laughs> that's about it. Cool. Well, so you have started watching Jessica Jones. Yes. How far are you in? Just the first episode, yeah. Just the first episode. Take yeah. on it so far. Uh, it looks, I like it. It looks really good. It is really good. Yeah. And I was thinking about, this is kind of a, and I love being able to just burn through 13 episodes of it. I yep. love it. Yeah. But for the purposes of this show, it's kind of a one and done. So you'll be able to keep us alive on the Jessica Jones talk. We loved it. Yes. Yeah. We burned through it like a, Came out on Friday on Sunday. We had all we'd watched all the episodes. Yeah, no, it's gonna take a little longer because Ginger's watching with me. So you know, no lord, <laughs> right? So we'll catch up with you in twenty twenty seven. Right. Yeah, on the ten year anniversary. She, she, she liked it though. She by was, the time you guys are done with it, we'll be, be able to teleport people to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay, you want to watch it? Don't watch with, with with me. If you don't like it, fine. I'll keep watching it myself. And, yeah. And she's like, no, this looks really good. So oh, it's, had, it's great. If I had Kill Grace powers, I'd compel you to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Exactly. Ron, go home and watch Sm- it no matter smile. what. Yes. Smile. Yes. Don't forget to smile. Don't forget to smile. Yeah, how that, that first episode ends. Yeah. That's a common theme throughout the, the rest of it. So yeah. yeah. That's cool. All right, so we're burning through shows here pretty quick. So I wanted to talk about High Man, uh, Man in the High Castle. Um the first couple of episodes, gonna admit, a little draggy for me. Yeah, um, it's just well, kind of setup episodes. Though. Setup episodes. It's a very they're telling a very complicated story. How far? So how far are you in it? I'm thinking I'm in like episode five. Yeah, I'm um, two, I'm two in. Yeah, I'm one in. Mm. So it's it's good. Very complicated story. I love um, how it's. It looks like it's. And I haven't done any research on this, but I'm thinking it's reset 
uh, in the late 50s, early 60s. 1962 yeah. is when it's set. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they do a great job of um, making everything look like it's from that era. From yeah. All I, the... I'm very impressed with the set production and everything yeah. in, the, in the show. How you, you, how many episodes have you watched? Just the first one. Just the first one. Yeah. Um, the only thing I, I... And it's it's very well shot. So it, they're obviously, or I believe them to be doing this, um, a lot of post-production video touch-up stuff. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of uh, different focuses and muddling. Now, they desaturate everything so much right you it is like you are literally watching 50 shades of gray <laughs> right i mean yeah. it, it every shot is 50 shades of yeah i noticed that right off the bat it was like wow this is really uh keyed down yeah uh, i mean they, they are pulling the color out of everything yeah. they instagram the crap out of that <laughs> exactly <laughs> which is yeah. fine with me special filter special filter because i'm a uh, red green colorblind so i'm like yeah. what <laughs> Look, yeah looks, looks fine <laughs> so, so i'm okay with that but i, I hope that the, in doing that, you make it to a certain degree visually disinteresting. It definitely puts you well, in that it's feel, a whole in that dystopian era. look, you know, right? Future, you know, but it, I'm telling you, after five future. or six hours of it, I'm kind of tired. With it. I'm kind <laughs> yeah. of done with it. So, yeah. um, what I hope that they do is find some way to make color matter. You know like what I mean? Schindler's List or something. Yeah. Like that. Well, exactly. That's my was my the, my uh, my most obvious go to thought was Schindler's List, yeah. right? Where when you get that color, it's a super meaningful thing. I don't know that they're going to do this or whatever, but when you desaturate that, it it stops looking it stops looking pretty. Like every fucking shot is in some is in somebody's basement. You know what I mean, <laughs> right, yeah. and, and yeah. it's like hey, it's just dark CD, San Francisco apartment. Could y'all go outside for a minute, please? <laughs> and, I, and, and when you're outside, it's dark or it's cloudy, right. you're dreary looking. You and know. it just is a bit visually wearing on yeah. you. And I get it; it does it serves its purpose, right? But yeah. I feel like that if they're going to do that, like the the they're in all those little basement apartments and stuff. They're so far down and. It's there's nothing visually cool to look at. There's no they don't do a lot with lighting, which I figured that they would to like highlight stuff. It's very very drab and dreary, and it's I feel like it's I live in Seattle now. Yeah, when I watch this show. It does. You I want, try you try li- living under Nazi Japanese occupation? See how you like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it sucks, but I just want to hey, let's put up the floral print. <laughs> bring something out visually, make it interesting to make look it some at. Pop, yeah, yeah, some pop, some lighting, do some cool lighting stuff, dramatic lighting at least. Yeah. you know, and it's all just very drab, very flat close to monotone it's almost like it's shot in grayscale of course is some of the uh you know they they show some of the the flags and the red typical red nazi swastika emblems and armbands and stuff do those with the those seem to pop a little bit more than than a little bit but it's not like you would expect if if it was crimson you know what i mean because they're desaturating the whole video feed and it's there there i mean there's some red there but it doesn't really, really pop. Um, and again, for me, it's just something that occasionally my mind's drawn to. Like, oh my gosh, it's so dreary. And and it, they are like, I guess it does give you a sense of feeling of the oppression and all that stuff. Yeah, but I think it's what the it's a little is. tiring. Five six hours in of like, okay, I get it. It's yeah, not especially, a good place to live, well, <laughs> right, yeah. especially in the neutral zone. I mean, yeah. Whew. 
Man. Is that where the Romulans are? Are they out there? In the <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like, you, can't, you crossed again, Picard? <laughs> can't you stay out of the neutral? It's called the neutral zone for a reason. <laughs> stay out of it. Well, I left my wallet. <laughs> yeah, the. Um, I wonder if it would bump you as much if you was watching on a week-to-week basis. I don't know. That it's just because you're... You're, you know, you're watching episode, yeah. episode, episode, and that's the way, way, way of the world is now. Yeah. yeah, but on a show like that, I mean, if it's if it's regular TV, you know, uh, network TV that is shown week to week, then you know, yeah, you could say, well, you know, people aren't really going to consume it. Our initial viewers, our main viewers, are going to consume it week to week. But when you release it out on on Amazon Prime, all the episodes one day, bam, you know, I know they did what the first two early, and then they did the rest of them on a, few, a week or two ago. Um, or like Jessica Jones, you throw them all out there at once for Netflix or any of the Netflix originals they throw them out there at once. So those they got to figure. Although there's some people, you know, that may watch them on a weekly basis or drag it out. You know, like you guys are just going to burn through it, going to binge watch through it, and and get to that point, that saturation point where you're like, you're actually saturated on desaturated. I know. I'm overly <laughs> saturated on desaturated. Right. He's become unsaturated. Yeah. So the story picks up. I'm really liking where they're going. I'm really, so I like the cast a lot. I love Alexa who plays the main female character and she's yeah. from the Chronicles of Riddick. Yes. Um, yes. She's mm-hmm. very, very, she has that kind of, um, 50s, 60s, pretty girl mm-hmm. look to yeah. her. Um, which I'm liking. Girl um, next door, every every woman, right? But, but pretty, yeah. The our you know the main baddie is played by uh, Rufus Sewell. He just looks like a dirty Nazi, he, doesn't he? I know, <laughs> man. He just exudes bad guy. Um, really digging him, and they are really allowing that character to be a true bad guy Nazi, which I, I'm, I'm kind of digging. So here's what hey, you got a problem with beating an unconscious man to death? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can. No, have all right, hell, fewer get on with it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, my apologies. But here's what I like: it is the story unfolds. It would be really, really easy to cast the, all the Nazis and all the Japanese as just these bad, evil guys and just call it a day, right? What they've done on on both sides is to show um, that the people that are they're they're the quote unquote Nazis and the people that are the quote unquote um the Japanese um imperialist, there's a range on each side, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's a range in the middle of the freedom fighters or partisans or whatever you want to call them. So it ge- it gives instead of just being this harsh dichotomy of bad guys, good guys, um on both the bad guy sides, there's a range there of characters you can really get into. And, and 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 it's really well cast on both sides, so um, there are um, there's an array like on the Japanese side of people that like hey we're we've conquered these people like f them do let's do what we want, um, and then there's people on the Japanese side that are like hey we really probably should chill out maybe world peace is a better goal to pursue than this complete imperialist thing and same thing on the on the Nazi side. Well, and there's a certain amount of uh, there's a lot of distrust on both the Nazi yeah. side and the Japanese side. And the, it looks like, at least from what I've seen so far, is that tech-wise, Germany has the upper hand. And they have mm-hmm. the Germany right. has the bomb. Japan does not. Um, technology in terms of... Uh, Rockets. Because the, Ger- uh, the Germans are Rocket already, travel and stuff like that. Rocket travel. They're flying in um, the, 
like basically the Concord, Concord right? Yeah. Like yeah, ten ten years before, ten or right. fifteen and years before, actually very was much developed. lagging behind on yeah. on technology and yep. engineering and stuff like that. So there's and that, they, and they know it. Yeah. yeah. So there's all those. Th- things in play which makes the plot like super intricate and they're like players going back and forth between the sides and you've got these you know our partisans in the in the middle so i it, it probably does have and hopefully it's success really successful where amazon's going to pump out more money for it but it's got a lot of story to tell again a little bit of a setup this man in the high castle whoever ends up however this ends up being is it a person or an organization or whatever could be really a silly part of it if all this others is really serious and and, and um, well done and then that's a little bit of a letdown who this individual is or who this organization yeah. is because in the book the book um, which I think the, I'm going to uh, order the book the um, yeah and I have a, it's a, well it's a, you can get it in that uh, I think it's a, like American classic series mm-hmm. or is, it, like is that. it a Philip K. Dick oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's it's a it's a novella Mm-hmm. sort of length it's a short it's yeah not, all his stuff is not very yeah because i got a book it's about like that thick and it has like four of his stories mm-hmm. in it. so and i so have you read the whole the whole thing i've read most of it yeah, yeah. and i think i've read it before so i need to go back back and finish reading it's it. one of his i'm uh, so i'm not familiar at all with the source material but it, it has a very they've laid down a very intricate world um it looks like a lot of breadth and depth for the story i love the cast is there some? Um, my question is just from seeing one episode: is is there some? What's the twist? What's this? Is there some sci-fi twist? You know, she's watched this. It's footage. Philip K. Dick, so it's there's got to be something at some point. Yeah, because she's watched this footage of America winning the war, the Allies winning the war. This news footage, so it's like, well, wait a minute, but yet in this reality, this world, they lost. So where's the where's the twist here? Where's the how is this thing gonna play out? Well, Philip K. Dick's kind of theme is that the what you perceive as reality really isn't the reality of things. That's why it's always, there's this layer of realism in his work. And then there's the, what is really going on behind that, um, and paranoia and, um, being controlled by the man and, and time and, um, all that stuff is in everyone, everything that he did. Cause he was kind of a yeah, he had a, paranoid yeah. guy. So. Well, he had a lot of mental issues and, yeah. uh, <laughs> in the book, in the story, it was actually the, it wasn't film reels. It was, a, it was a book mm-hmm. that they were smuggling around that people were trying to read for the you know, revolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. but they adapted it for this to be film reels yeah. for the show. So it'll be super interesting how it plays out. If the man in the, whoever the man in the high castle ends up being, um, Tesla. but I, I I'm enjoying Tesla. it. It's just it's taken me so long to get to it the last month or how long it's been? It's about two weeks. Uh, about two weeks, yeah. yeah. And I did rewatch the first episode because it'd been damn near a year since I'd watched that first episode. Yeah, it came out in January, didn't it? Last gen- yeah. January, January. Um, so I did rewatch the first episode, set myself in that context, and moving forward. And then I watched like three or four episodes yesterday and last night. I stayed up a little late trying to get caught up on that a little bit. Yeah, I meant to. Uh, that was what I was going to watch this last week. But, man, like I said, I, once I got a taste of that new 12 Monkeys show on sci-fi, I couldn't put it down until I was done. How are you watching that show, by the way? On Demand. It's On Demand. Yeah. Sci-fi On Demand. Okay. Yeah. That's why I'll do it. Yep. Oh, well, you better watch it tonight because it, at least Fios, it goes off tomorrow. <laughs> what? Yeah, they had a listing on that. It, they're taking it off uh, tomorrow. Oh, in December? Yeah, but they may move it over to something else. Damn efforts. Let me look at the sources here. 
or they'll they'll run a marathon or something of it. I'm sure. All right, before let's the, uh, second season. Take a little pause for the cause, station break, <laughs> and then we'll come back here in a minute. Drain the vein. Yeah. <laughs> pause for the cause. You go sell some plasma. Go sell your bone marrow. <laughs> can you sell bone marrow? I don't know. You can <laughs> fry it up and eat it. Hey, kidney, hey, dude. Get rid of one of your kidneys. I'll get you a mixture, no problem. Yeah. So this is the Childhood's End trailer. Childhood's End. Childhood's End. Looks good. Yes. I'm on board. I like the aliens coming and acting like they're our friends and then they're our actual overlords. <laughs> That's weird. Have they ever done a show like that before? Hmm. That's what I can remember. I think they've uh, V's been done yeah. twice, right? <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. But they come in peace. Right. There's nothing to fear. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> the Dolph Lundgren movie? I come in peace. Yeah, that's a... But you go in pieces. pieces. <laughs> pieces. Uh, yeah, the uh, Childhood yeah. Ends. That's a new... Uh, this comes out December 14th. Sci-Fi Network Sci-fi. original, yeah. And they're going to run all six hours of it. It's like a miniseries. Miniseries, yeah. yeah. And, and that's the thing. Like, you think you got a handle on the show, the... the Way they Who's roll. in the mix? The channels you're going to watch, the shows you got, and then like the sci-fi is going to drop like two or three shows on us that <laughs> right. we're going to be interested in. They they completely scrambled they're, up my December because I, I know what I'm going to be watching. It's they're bringing be, their A game, right? Yeah, yeah well, mm-hmm. good for them because mm-hmm. I can remember for the longest time it's like I didn't even stop at the Sci-Fi Channel. I was like, no. Well, I watched Defiance, which unfortunately has been canceled yeah. after three seasons. Um. I, 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 the dark matter's okay. And they ran remember. all the Stargates there. Yeah, on, that's on sci-fi. True. Of course, they Did lost. They? they lost their 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 bread and butter main, you know, claim to fame show with the the reimagined Battlestar Galactica. Well, yeah, but that's greatest show ever. A gazillion years ago. Yeah, exactly. Two thousand TV time. And TV time. That was a century ago. Wasn't that? Wasn't that two thousand four when? Star, uh, Battlestar. The original BSG was. Eh, yeah. It seems about right. Let's see. I think that's. I think that's correct. Yeah. This uh, childhood end. It's uh, based off of an Arthur C. Clarke book. Yeah, I saw that in the trailer. They. I didn't know if it was just they had done something in terms of like worked with him on the uh, content or actually some one of his work, but it looks pretty cool. Yeah, it was uh, first published uh, 1953. So it's been. Wow. It's been the the story is out there. So the uh, story follows the peaceful invasion, alien invasion of Earth by the mysterious overlords. Overlords. Aren't all invasions from space peaceful? <laughs> right. Why can't you show us your face? You would not like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ugly as a, as a mud road. So here's the... The only aliens you're going to like is if it look like six from Battlestar Galactica. Two things Bring about <laughs> alien overlords that come to us. Oh. If they can travel... Faster than light to get here, their technology will be so advanced right. that it will appear to us to be magic. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and they won't be ugly tentacle things because they have to drive starships and they had to build <laughs> right. civilizations. Stop making well, not if they uh, fucking if they, aliens look so stupid. Well, not not if not if they uh, use their mental powers. That's to, right. It's like the Simpsons, the aliens on the Simpsons, right? brain things with tentacles. You know? Yeah, and that that's why they 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 take over species so that they can build their stuff for them. I guess, but it, they had China? to at least <laughs> China, be China, able China, to China? get to a point where they could drive some type of vehicle and then build things. I mean, tentacle monsters and <laughs> the crazy way they make aliens look drive me nuts. Hey, these guys, these aliens, they signed on to that new uh, Obama's new trade deal. So hey, we're just trying to help out <laughs> our American workers. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's off ultimately. No more us. of that cheap labor, labor from outer space. Um, it looks super cool, though, and, and I don't know much, much more about it because I didn't ever heard of it until you brought it up a minute ago. As focused in as I have been on this last week with the sci-fi show The Expanse, I wasn't aware of childhood's end. Well, and that, that's uh, reading about the book on here. It's uh, it was his uh, became Clark's first successful novel when it was published, and uh, a lot of people were regarded by both readers and critics as Clark's best novel. I was like, oh, I haven't, I haven't read it. So I'll have to well, take a trip down to the library or see if it's on uh, the library. library. See if it's on Library, library Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Go get your library card. Yep. It's All only right. 217 pages, so it's not a... It's not a We're there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not, so let's segue one. into The Expanse. The Expanse, yes. The Expanse. Yeah, that's, uh, they ran the pilot just recently, and uh, The Expanse comes out on December 15th right after the the marathon miniseries of childhood's end. And then that's going to roll into their next new sci-fi property, which looks that first episode. It looks fantastic. I, there's two things I hope, or a few things. I hope the money that was spent on that initial episode is indicative of the quality of the effects going forward for the yeah. whole show, right? For the whole show. <laughs> and then it's not like, Hey, we piled up, a bunch of money and effects into this and we're never going to match that again because here with a lot of these shows <clears throat> you're always interior shots it's always like they're filming inside of a dungeon because they can't show outside they don't do a lot of you know fly alongs with the spaceship because that costs money and somebody's got to do all those shots but I, I felt like there was a great balance of footage from inside the spaceships and inside the space centers or whatever those things were called that are out on the asteroid belt. Yeah. With outside footage of the ships, the planetoids, the asteroids, all the stuff that they did inside that big cargo ship where the big arms are capturing the ice. I thought that was all cool. The belters. The belters. Uh, asteroid belters. So I'm hoping that there's enough... Um, back and forth on that that it just doesn't feel see like oh you get 10 seconds of you know going forward 10 seconds of spaceship shot as an establishing thing and then the rest of the episode you're inside of a you know a tin box yeah yeah i'm i really dig the world building they've done so far on it it's based off of uh, a novel series and it's uh uh, the novels are by James S. A. Corey. It's a pen name of two authors, Daniel Abraham and Ty Frank. Uh, Their nom de plume. Yep. Uh, and the the first uh, novel, Leviathan Wake Wakes, was done in uh, uh, 
published in 2011. So it's a very current series. And it uh, won, uh, it was nominated, it was nominated for the Hugo Award for Best Novel in 2012. So, and they they have uh, Caliban's War in 2012, Abaddon's Gate in 2013, Sabola Burn 2014. So they're cranking these out between these two guys. Nemesis Games and Babylon's Ashes. It comes out next year, 2016. So they've got one, two, six books awesome. in the series. So. Plenty of material to draw from. Yeah. I thought it was uh, interesting that the day that they announced that was the day that I read a bunch of articles on um, the licensing and the, the companies that actually want to go do that. Yeah. Mine, the Asteroid Belt and stuff. And then um, last week, Amazon test flew its big new uh, rocket yeah, they, they did uh, a successful test on that. Yeah, they flew it up to uh, to the edge of the uh, edge of space and landed that and landed it back. And they they I was listening to NPR the other day. They said that if it remain if it's successful for them, uh, that saves a huge amount of money on launches because you're not having to lose a rocket every time. Well, so and you, it's multiple use. They, they can rocket stuff to my house. The same thing. They could do some rocket stuff to my house. No, the yeah. rocket plane or whatever this well he no he, they, he has they earlier this year or last year he has a, a system that, that the rocket goes up it does its thing and it lands back down and then i think the third one is maybe like a a conglomerate or ge or something that still is having to jettison the rocket engine yeah so there's three big players but amazon and and um, musk company is now has a rocket that just they land it, refuel it, and then that rocket takes off and does whatever they want. Rinse, so rinse and repeat. Yeah. yeah. Once once they have that, and you got a bunch of those going up and down and delivering stuff into space, you're talking about going from taking years to build a space station, they're decades, down to maybe a year or two. You've got a huge space station up there, and your constant traffic flow back and forth. So yeah, at least for interesting. Uh, there was a apparently there was a Twitter spat between uh, Bezos and Musk this week because. Uh, Musk uh, was throwing a little shade on on the successful launch. He said, "Well, ours can actually go out into space <laughs> instead of <laughs> to the <laughs> edges because that that's one of the the current limitation on uh, the Bezos rocket is that it can only go up to suborbital." Right, but you know, and this is what the conversation we had at work this week was around. It takes these two guys, Musk and Bezos. Who are willing to what Musk has now got electric cars. Hey, Building we're gonna, that we're huge battery factory. Battery factories. We're gonna give our technology away. We're gonna build we're gonna take houses off the grid with batteries that you can um, charge up via solar. Um, all this fairly some I guess some of the technologies are quote unquote tied together with the battery technology. But then hey, we're also gonna start the real space stuff going up and down all the time and then Bezos. I didn't even know that Amazon was in this mix until the article came out. And I'd, he- I'd heard about it, but I hadn't really followed it very But much. it's just crazy. You just got these, I guess, when you were going to call them visionaries, that are like, hey, we can fucking do anything. Right. And then uh, uh, all these other companies could have adv- developed all this stuff at any time, and they just don't. Right. No, you know? and you look at, uh, well, maybe Apple will eventually, because Apple's looking at uh, electric cars and self-driving cars. Uh, so sure. there's there's people who are, they, you know, and Apple sitting on a huge war chest of ca- of cash. So do something with that money. Yeah. So Apple and Google are in the car business. Alphabet. <laughs> Alphabet. I keep. I still can't wrap my mind to remember that 
they are just a subset of a new company. Yeah, now. I'm probably not going to ever refer to them on an ongoing basis as Alphabet. Yeah, it's no. got to be the dumbest it, name ever. Every time somebody says, well, it's, they have everything A to Z, like Amazon. That's what their logo is right. from A, a to Z. Z. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a smile okay. mm-hmm. as they take your money to outer space. <laughs> but how hey, cool they can is that? Explore space, my money. Okay. Yeah, so let's start Let's start mining an asteroid. Start building guys. enterprise, folks. I, I, would like, <laughs> I would like, hopefully in my lifetime to be able to take a trip on that rocket and you know what it is that it gets to the suborbital and then it shoots off that like a little little capsule up yeah. so you can have like four or five minutes up in space and then it comes back down and like parachutes back down so it doesn't have to reattach to the rocket and right and the and rocket just comes and lands on its own yeah yeah so that and you know, it looks like f- the ultimate skydiving yeah yeah <laughs> powered, space powered by red bull yeah. So that and mining the asteroid belt and doing all that stuff makes much more sense to me than hey, let's go establish a colony on Mars. I just don't want what. I just really don't want them up there jacking around with asteroids because you knock one off. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like let's back, keep those in goodbye, the uh, proper orbit. <laughs> yeah, I know. They go out to the Oort cloud or something and start tapping around. It's like oh, it's pinball. <laughs> we messed up. Rut roll, raggy. This gonna be good. Um, speaking of Mars, I went and saw the Martian the other day. Did you know? I did. I went and saw it too. That was yeah. good. What do you I think? Liked, what do you think? I liked it. I liked okay. it. It was okay. It was a little at times too cheesy for me. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but it was it was fine. I I, yeah. I had a good time watching it. Yeah, it was very well shot and and pretty cool. So how much have they spent trying to save Matt Damon? <laughs> right, right. This guy needs to stop getting lost. Well, that's yeah. that's why they need to fall away from World War Two. Stranded. To, uh, or, well, they the need future. those. They need those trillions from those asteroids just to save his ass. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see where he gets stranded next time. <laughs> yeah, leave him, let him, let him uh, off there in interstellar uh, Mars, on, on Mars, planet. yeah, halfway across the universe. Yeah, and he became well, a crazy. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to leave him to strand, maroon my uh, <laughs> space buddies here. Me here. <laughs> well, that's a the uh, the Martians. That's a nice tie-in because uh, that's part of the expanse. Is that it's uh, that all this development there's colonies now mm-hmm. on mars there's colonies out in the asteroid belt and still on earth and they've gone apart long enough that they've developed this sort of like regional solar system uh grudge match <laughs> going on that's the, that's well, the mars premise is a separate military power yeah it's a totally separate thing and then there's earth and then there's the asteroid belt i love that part where at the end where they're like yeah um Stealth technology. You know who has that? Romulans and Klingons. That just goes Mars. <laughs> Bird of prey decloaking on our bow. <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah. was the joke on Twitter. That I said, and the Romulans. And the Romulans. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the neutral zone. They're in the neutral zone. <laughs> yeah, but that I think that's cool. That's like, oh shit, Mars. Mars got the got the tech. I know. So I guess Mars is underpowered in terms of manpower, but has all the cool tech. Well, they need women. Mars needs women. Of course. course. And brains. Mars needs women. And Tim Burton. (laughs) 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 Still, every about (laughs) couple of months, when that that meme jumps back up, that (laughs) somebody (laughs) finds a new way to use it. Dirty um, Akak and the boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's a drop. Put, put some D's and some Akaks. <laughs> so, 
I love visually. I thought it looked good. I love the cast. Yeah, yeah. I was super impressed. Who's and, uh, who? Uh, who's uh, all the? Who's the cast? Who's uh, who uh, You got what I need. Uh, what's his name from uh, Walking Dead? The wires in there. Ty- Tyrese in The Walking Dead. Chad Coleman. Oh yeah, good old Tyrese. What about T Dog? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think T Dog's T Dog. Um, so it's the star is obviously the guy from the Punisher series. Yep, Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane. As Detective Miller. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, Chad Coleman. Damn near killed her. <laughs> <laughs> but even I thought the, the people that die in that episode, which I could have been thrown off in yeah. terms of casting. Yeah. I, I liked all those characters, too. I know. I know. It, it, I think they've, they've, done a, they've developed this really nicely. Um, also, Art is in there from... Uh, Scally McScaller. Yeah. From our from favorite Orphan Black, from our favorite show, Orphan Black. Yeah, uh, there we go. Yeah, the I liked in the uh, that uh, they they touched on that they have their own like pigeon language and stuff like that. Uh, touched on like if you live in a on a world where it has lighter gravity, how it messes up your muscle and bone structure, right? Height, and then you you <laughs> you just put more G's on them to torture them. Yeah. And there was a lot of stuff in there that was reminiscent of uh, the guy did a bunch of audio books that I love. Uh, quarter share, half share, full share, captain share. and um, it, But it's audio books that the guy wrote, and then he is the star on the audio books, or the reader, I guess you should say. Uh, and it's and it's all about the interstellar narrator. shipping and stuff. So the, the, they call them the, the heavy G's and the low G's, the real tall, skinny people, and the, yeah. the short, squatty. They grew up on a, a heavy G planet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those those guys were like seven and a half feet tall or something like that. The and ones weak. who grew up in low G. Weak as a kitten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you Hanging even, them on hooks. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. And um, the, the person, I, I'm, I'm guessing she's the United Earth States or whatever they call it. Yeah. She's their president or something and yeah. she's was in sex in the city and she's been in a bunch of stuff she was she came um, came off as a badass i like it let me see if i can figure out her name i should i should have had it pulled up already um, I had it pulled up. this lass is in there too this florence fight there's Favre, a lot of Favre. cuties in there um i don't think that's the right person that's clicked she, on she's grew up in france Family's from Bangkok, Thailand. We are from France. We are from France. France. We are from France. Um, but yeah, so that, I like the cast. Um, it was shot really well. Um, lots of interesting characters. And also what I think is going to be cool about this is the locations. There's the Earth locations. There's the Asteroid Belt locations. Which I, That opening scene where it kind of flies through following that drone... Yep. Um, through all that stuff was really cool as it showed you all the different layers basically from it reminded me of like the uh, the Titanic or whatever we had the you know the squashed in people at the at the bottom that were living in squalor oh, at the bottom third, of the ship steerage, steerage, steerage third class all the way up to at the top where it was you First know just class. amazing and, and um, everything's white and clean and where'd open you, air where'd, and, you, where'd you put the Irish steerage yeah. steerage the, the, uh, the reading uh, more about the books, uh, the series mainly follows Captain Jen Holden and the crew of the stolen Martian warship Rosicante as they stumble. 
Rosinate, Rosinate, uh, as they stumble at the greatest conspiracy that mankind has ever known, going against greedy corporations, corrupt politicians, and warmongering admirals to get to the truth. That sounds like like soup's on for me, baby. <laughs> I like the I like the <laughs> yeah. sound of that. Yeah, and so I'm the, guessing the the crew of that smaller ship. That's our main characters, right? Yep, that's the that, um, there are there are there in are combination other. with Detective Miller, yep. and his sidekick Holden, who was a little bit annoying, um, but uh, super 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 cool. Yeah, I'm I it like I said, it comes out uh, December fifteenth, and I am. Man, sci-fi, good job. Good it's on them. like a pot of neck bones. Yes, it is. And I'm going to have to check these novels out. So I watched it twice. I, I, you watched it twice. I watched it twice, yeah. Um, and I'll say on... Um, Might watch it again tonight. Ten, after The Walking Dead. Supposed to be ten episodes. Yeah, yeah, no, it's going to be super cool. Yeah. I'm pumped. You you need to watch it. You can go watch it tonight. Yeah. It's live, like, YouTube... On demand. Um, I did YouTube. It's on the sci-fi. Did you say on demand? Sci-fi. sci-fi. I did. I did. Uh, YouTube. He downloaded it from YouTube. Yeah, I, I, just did, download- I did YouTube both time I watched it in the theater. Um, I want to say like every possible way. <laughs> Any way they can get it out put there. It out there for free. They did it. So definitely. Yeah. It says Amazon it out. Prime here too. Yeah, ham radio. I mean, they they got every <laughs> yeah. they got every you, angle covered. You can listen to it in Morse code. I think. Keep on rolling. Yeah. <laughs> Keep on rolling. <laughs> Rolling, rolling. What's your rolling. handle? Any, any, Keep them come on back. Rolling. Any Smokies? <laughs> he's, where he's bounding down. Yeah. So super cool, Ron. Watch it. You're gonna like it. You're gonna watch it, and you're gonna yeah. go. This is my. Maybe I'm gonna get my. Finally, get my BSG fix. Yeah. Well, and they. It's the like Ron said. It's ten episodes, and they've got five currently published books and another one coming next year so they got a ton of source material yep yeah cool yepers that's what you gotta have in a good show good shows all right we got so here's what we got left we got 12 monkeys walking dead dead man in the high castle and we oh we do have um into the badlands into the badlands on there yep okay so the 12 monkeys walking dead let's do 12 monkeys First, yeah. Paul, you ready? I am ready, man. My body so is ready. I gave my glean on the first seven episodes last time. So, what do you think, buddy? I love it. So, I, is it just seven episodes? No, it's, it's thirteen. It's thirteen, 13 and yeah. uh, which twelve monkeys? Lucky Couldn't you get it? I know twelve episodes. You messed it up. You messed it up. Can't watch. Never again. You had I one job. Yeah, one job. <laughs> yeah, one job. Yeah, blew it. Uh, I love it, and I love where they ended off. And man, talk talk about that because they're. You know, it's time travel. So right. I was like, "You have to pay attention." Yeah, I was man. like, I got up and went to the kitchen and came back. Well, time to rewind a little bit. <laughs> you cannot. You they cannot. switch years on you, and then there's all those inter different like there's things going on in the past that are affecting the future, and all that stuff starts to converge. And you're like, "Oh my god, I got to pay attention every second, or I'm gonna lose it." I yeah, and that's that's one of the dangers on this show of binge watching it. Man, you 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 miss you blink you miss you miss one little fact. And you're like. How many coals are there? <laughs> so is, is this right. yeah? So is this show uh, a TV adaptation of the movie? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's the same character, Cole. Thematically, and, this almost exactly the same, but yeah. the storyline obviously that has to be right. They got to stretch it out. Done for, well. It's not really stretching it out, and they, re, they it's sort of redone. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a redo, and it's, it's like a good same redo. starting point. But then they have to take take off from there. I mean, right. um, at the end of the day, maybe it tells the same story. You know what I mean, but it's well. Not it's like going to be yeah. It's gonna, it's got to be different because yeah. Redo because the story you're talking about two hour movie, 
and dude dies at the end, you know, or, or is, it's a time is a flat, yeah. whatever circle. Yeah. It stars uh, it stars uh, Aaron Stanford as uh, James Cole. He's the the main one of the main. Time, he he's, the main only, time, he's the main time. He's the main time. He was my only thing. I really had to get settled into him. It was a little bit of a. It just, took a little adjustment, but yeah. once a, once he, I got about he's a younger six, dude seven, though, isn't he? This, this. He is a little bit younger, dude. He's and, like in yeah. mid thirties, something like that. Yeah, thirty eight. Yeah. And uh, Amanda Shul, mm-hmm. she's the uh, Cassie mm-hmm. on it. It's she's she's really good. I really, and she is not hard to look at either. <laughs> no, <laughs> no she, but she plays a really she she plays a really. I really like her role, and that she you know she she once he convinces her, she buys into it, and I love how she they commits. did. Yeah, I, I love how they did when he. When he travels, mm-hmm. it's just shake, 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 pop. <laughs> that one, uh, her uh, ex-boyfriend, uh, Cassie's ex-boyfriend, uh, the government guy. Right. Uh, his eyes, the first time his eye, he made his eyes like his eyelids were touching his hairline. <laughs> so you, uh, you get used to it. <laughs> and we don't have a, we don't have a Jeffrey Goings. We have a Jennifer Goings. Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt's character is, yeah. is, a, is a woman. She's, and I she's, like and her she too. Is, she is. But is she, she crazy? Is she crazy? She's bad she's shit. Bad shit. Okay, good. <laughs> she's totally out of her freaking mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my favorite. My favorite. Almost my favorite thing about Twelve Monkeys. Twelve Monkeys is Brad almost Pitt's everything character. she says is non sequitur. <laughs> it's very difficult in terms of uh, <clears throat> you have to get adjust a little bit to have that character on screen a lot. Yeah, where you're. Um, they're non sequitur. They're sort of paying attention. They're sort of maybe giving you some clues about some things. Mm-hmm. So you really have to pay attention to her part, or you could easily, easily just gloss over it and miss out what she's got going on there. But it, it, it I don't th- didn't. What I had to verify it was it the actual same character, and it is. They've just flipped it to a female right. lead, so yeah. it's good, man. It's like BSG original BSG making Starbuck. Huh? Yeah, yeah, and Email. it works. And it yeah. works. Um, the uh, the her, the actress's portrayal. I don't even know. Maybe you're supposed to say actor now. The right. actors. They're all uh, yeah, female, They're female, actors. actors, actors. Um, she is an actor. Um, is is her performance? Her performance <laughs> now. Don't go there, Ron. Um, her performance is is fantastic. Um, gives uh, good to go. I didn't have any problems or any issues with her. The the main character is a little bit of a bump, and I kind of had to get settled into. Cole. That guy and what he was bringing to the table. Um, yeah, but once once uh, I settled in on him, mm-hmm. he's good. Yeah, no. Once you get past the initial rub. Did um, you talk about the doctor, the German? No, the who is from Hell on Wheels. Yeah. He's the main... No, he's the preacher from Hell on Wheels. No, uh, I was talking about the... Uh, the uh, Not the uh, the guy who sprinkles the flowers. The, uh, the German doctor who is sending... Cole back in time. Oh, the female. Yeah. Bar, uh, the blonde, blonde haired, bar, uh, Katrina Jones. Is it? Yeah. Dr. Jones. Yeah. Dr. Jones. She's and no time for love. I, Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones. <laughs> I, I thought uh, at first, the first time I saw her, I thought it was, uh, Kim Daniels, that the mom in fear of the walking dead, just with makeup on. Cause yeah, it's she, actually, she a, does yeah. look a little bit like, I was just looking at her picture. Yeah. Right now. And it sort of sounded like her, like if she was affecting a German accent, I was like, Oh, is that Kim Daniels? I was like, this is because they, about. yeah, because <laughs> she's a, obviously she's in makeup to be a peer right. older, which they did a really good job. I thought they mm-hmm. sold it really well. She's actually a German. Actually is German. Strikingly beautiful German lead actress. Well then, uh, 
Then um, she does good at a fake German accent. Then yeah, <laughs> I, know. I was like, Paul's trying to say, sorry about yeah. sorry about your fake yeah. real your German accent. real German accent. <laughs> well, here's something <laughs> fake. Always helps to get the real ones. It's like, well, back to the man in the high castle. <laughs> <laughs> See Kyle, <laughs> but no, yeah, she's she's really good. Uh, man, that all that jumping around that time travel, that is that is trippy. At first, they it sort of they started off. It's sort of very okay. It's point A to point B, and then it's like, wait a second. He knows him from 1987, and Cole doesn't know that he goes back and visits this dude because it's a future Cole that's gone back to 1987, and this dude is telling him, and he's like, "Well, I haven't been, haven't done that yet." <laughs> yeah. He's so like, it's, it's and, and they'll they'll run up against people, and and they're talking to them, and they're like, "You don't recognize me, do you?" <laughs> like, no, I've never met you before. Yeah, you and have, just not yet. Yeah, and his uh, his uh, his friend Ramsey mm-hmm. uh, that he's the uh, sort of the moral compass of the show right is that he he is his he, God, what, what was he in I'm, I'm trying to remember um, um, what is that actor <clears throat> what is that actor's name is it Peter Dacuna 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 Matata what Child, is, a young guy young, a kid no 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 no, no. Kirk no. Oh, he's he been in. I am racking my brain to try to remember what he's. Kirk what he's been Acevedo. In. He was on Oz, uh, Band of Brothers, FBI agent Charlie France, and Francis and Fringe. Is that the same guy? I think it's Oz that he rings. I watched it. And Jose Ramsey and Science and Twelve Monkeys. Uh, his best known films are The Thin Red Line, Dinner Rush, and Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Hmm. So he's been in quite a bit of stuff. It's good. Oh, I'm looking sure, forward yeah. to watching the second second half of the the, the season, um, and I'm probably going to get on that in the next day or two and try to finish that up before next week's podcast. Um, and second season starts in January. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I want to I want to roll. I want to roll with that live. Yeah. Yes. And have I do that too. ongoing and and be ready that when that comes back on to be fully on board and up to speed. I'm definitely monkeys. For, and uh, like I said, I caught up. Uh, luckily on video on demand with uh, with Fios and yeah. unfortunately like I was telling Ron earlier the, it Third goes court. off of video on demand tomorrow <laughs> on the 30th so uh, but I'm sure does? 12 Monkeys yeah mm. the first season does oh, uh, but it, I'm sure Amazon it'll, yep it'll go to Amazon so is it so current? Watch, so watch now on Amazon oh there we, there we go for $1.99 a pop <laughs> probably yeah let me, yeah, let me, let me double check that <laughs> yeah they're sort of tricky Discount, on the video double check it video on demand is that I was, I was looking in um, the free television and I found it and then there's it's sort of tricky I think they try to trick people <laughs> into paying for it because then I, I, I went back and then I went into another area of the free and it was like a dollar 99 pop and I was like oh no and then but I found it for free mm-hmm. you just have to make sure you go into the right area and they make it a little bit well, you could. I could see that you would want the option. Like, if I wanted to buy it and keep it forever, that that should be available to me. Yes, yeah. yeah. But uh, they didn't make it very obvious. Like, if you want to just uh, they were trying uh, to leech off the leech off the corporation, like I like to do. Nobody so. tricks the bearded wonder. No, they should know better. Yeah, you put them on ad blocker. I will. So I'm digging it. I'm glad I. Had, because I had debated, and then if I, w- I wouldn't have started watching it if I wasn't sick week before last, but I got sick, so then I was like, eh, I'm going to check this out. Yeah, well, and like and I I'm said, glad I, did. I, I, my, I had given myself the assignment of watching 
Man in the High Castle, and I, I was going to bounce. Like I said, I was going to bounce between Twelve Monkeys and High Castle, and High Castle that'll be this week because <laughs> man, <laughs> I just got sucked in. I just watched them over episode after episode, so. and powered through it. And I, I rewatched most of Heroes with family over the course of the holidays. Um, caught my sister up with on um, bl- the blacklist. Oh, right. Um, so I, an enormous amount of my time that would have been on a new material over the holiday week was spent rewatching stuff with family. And I, I will be, I was able to find uh, Heroes Reborn on video on demand, so I will be able to catch up cool. on that, as, that awesome. as well. But I got so many shows now. It's like Man in High Castle, Heroes Reborn. I still need to finish off season two of the blacklist and catch video demand of season three. And then, man, we got all this new stuff coming. Sci-fi, <laughs> messing, sci-fi. Up, messing up my mix. <laughs> no, I thought we, I thought December would be a huge catch-up month, and now sci-fi. Well, it'll only be like a couple of episodes pop. It's not like those are dropping seasons, so that will be a right, little bit right. more in uh, manageable process. Um, and really, Jessica Jones is like what started me off. I didn't realize that was going to come out. Got tripped up mm-hmm. watching that, and I powered through those thirteen hours of content and they are solid hour episodes so as um, as brian and tim minutes. as brian and tim cook said we're in the golden age of golden television age of television yeah it's and this is like the best problem to have to find ourselves like man there's so many great shows and that's that's refreshing for once because man back in the day it's like what are you gonna watch well i guess we'll watch seinfeld <laughs> <laughs> wacky old kramer you don't have to watch uh the voice or amazing race or Whatever horrible reality television Bachelor, is out there. Bachelors in Paradise. If you don't want to. That's right. No, there are plenty of options, especially if you have a that should be fantasy our, or sci-fi bent. Our other podcast will launch will be all nothing but reality TV. Yeah. <laughs> I could Ooh. kill uh, myself in a week. No. <laughs> It'd be very short. It'd be five, five minutes. <laughs> yeah. um, a show I did not think to mention, mm-hmm. uh, Shannara. Yeah, so I put that on, um, and it starts in January. or Yeah, something. so we can we can we can trail up to that. But, but you know, based off of the what a weird books, place for that to be housed on MTV, yes. right? Well, maybe MTV. they're finding that shows like Catfish are not quite <laughs> paying the bills. And Jersey pregnant's not uh, not a moneymaker for them. Jersey and pregnant, <laughs> Jersey Shore. Oh, uh, 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 Snooky from the Jersey Shore. Her and her husband have this, maybe HGTV or something like that. Uh, she's going to be doing a show where she's buying and flipping houses. Her and her husband. I'm yeah, like, that's something really? I can put that right on top of the list of things not to watch. Yeah. <laughs> right up there by the voice. So the Shannara Chronicles. So I've read most of those books back in the day. I mean, God, those came out and started in the late early 80s, I think. Uh, Mid-70s. Yeah. 76, I think. Wow. The, first, the Elfstones of Shannara was published, I think. Yeah, so I think I read those in like 82, 83, 84, somewhere in there. So I don't remember much about them. Um, Flick. However, <laughs> I'm hoping this doesn't end up being just really dumb. And I thought, and There is a trailer. Yeah. So I think there's a one-minute trailer we'll watch. I'll pop it as soon as we in today's um, podcast just to see what it's like. And I'm hoping it's not really, really cheesy and, and dumb. Yeah. Um, but interesting. Yeah. But MTV, MTV is like, that is, I did it's not, weird. They, you know, I don't even know what somebody I developed it, did a trailer, a trailer, a pilot, and then no one else bought it or MTV about bid it. Cause they thought it would be their wheelhouse. 
what even runs on MTV? I cannot. I think I can, it's yeah. got to been years since I even. Yeah, me 24 too. hours of shit, I would imagine. I, I, yeah, I, I, I flip through. Sometimes I'm flipping channels. Uh, especially I'm working out, I'll flip through there. And it's like every time I go by past it, there's always some crap some crap on there I have no interest at all in so I just keep on going and then on down and it's usually let's stop on like Palladia where they're showing some concert or something you know watch. yeah yeah that's the only music channel I think it's worth a darn out there right? I don't uh, watch any a- uh, Access TV does a lot of good concerts and stuff they uh, had the, do that uh, they uh, covered the that Firefly concert that was just recent hmm. and a lot of a lot of the uh, some pretty big concerts cool happen on there all right, <clears throat> so Walking Dead. We have Walking Dead and Into the Badlands. Okay, let's uh, let's uh, let's do Into the Badlands first. Okay, yeah. So, Ron, you are up to speed. Yep, um, you're up to speed. Two, two oh episodes. my gosh, Here, the first one we're all synced up two, on. Two, yeah, two episodes in. What it's, do you think of episode two? two. It's uh, there. It's getting more developing. Uh, I, I think it it still needs. I think it's visually, it's really stunning. Mm-hmm. I th- I really enjoy that and the fight stuff. It's, is, for me, it's visually, it's the opposite of Man in the High Castle. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, yeah, the post apocalyptic world never looked really so colorful and good. I know. <laughs> yeah, but I don't. Yeah, I mean, that's a perfect point. It is still post apocalyptic craziness. Right. But it, they have opted then to make it visually stunning. Um, and that's obviously the style that they're that they're going for. Where's that saturate button? Boink! Yeah, <laughs> it is super saturated. Yeah. But I loved that opening fight scene inside the bar. Yeah. That was awesome, man, yeah. where the, the widow comes out and just starts kicking ass. Yep. And um, her kid. Her, her daughter, daughter, yeah. Yeah. Cool character, I thought. Mm-hmm. Very cool character. Has some... <clears throat> Some uh, serious some pet chops eye. herself. Yeah. Some chops and some serious takes pet down eye. that one dude of the three there. Like, yeah, like, don't 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 uh, bet against the little girl. Don't do it. <laughs> she's uh, she's got some serious pet eyebrow monsters going. Yeah, too. she does. Yeah, some caterpillars up there. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> it, um, we didn't get to see the Baron fight. But Not we yet. did. It's coming. it's coming in this next episode. We did see get to see him walk into a house with a sword and come out with a sword. And <laughs> absolutely, blood. it's like, man, what did you do? Bathe in it? <laughs> Calm down, Baron. <laughs> Homie does not play apparently, nor yeah. is he um, uh, very clean and cut. So it didn't show the people, but it feels like he must have mangled them beyond belief. <laughs> right, <There's a> lot, <laughs> the way he was covered of, in blood. Yeah. I think he tried to open up some major arteries and just bathe in it. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like I need yeah. to soak in their essence. He uh, took somebody else's uh, juggler out or something there, the spray all over him. And, and he then, had he had ordered Sonny his his the main his main hitman his main clipper, clipper to uh, kill him, and he said no. I and I was like, I was dude, like, this is my girlfriend's parents. I can't go in there and murder him. Yeah, I thought that was interesting <laughs> that. Uh, the Baron is uh, okay. I'll give you that one. <laughs> you, yeah. you disobey me once, I'll let it slide. It's like I think probably because Sonny kick your ass, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> the uh, but Woody. I mean, if you kill, if he kick the Baron's ass, and then they need to have the entire army after him. So you, that'd be interesting to see how they play that power out. Well, apparently Sonny doesn't have a problem with killing a whole, like several dozen people at once. <laughs> right. It's like how, it's like man, can't somebody? <clears throat> No, of course they don't have guns. It's like, do they have arrows? <laughs> can I shoot them? That, the, so the second fight, the first fight, I thought was visually 
really cool inside the bar everything they did the camera techniques and placement and all that stuff was just really cool it, it was very pretty i i couldn't and then the second fight was very long and drawn out but they used every spare scrap of space inside that place in i thought in some fairly cool ways that from the floor where they start to the uh, scaffolding to the um the big circular like like look like an airway or something um, how they were running around and stuff in there, and I like how the, I, I was impressed with the use of space, and not only, not only, uh, you know, it's it's the depth, the side to side, up and down. They used every axis. Yeah, yeah. and then <laughs> they really and then cool. they and then they move out onto that those those planks. Oh, those uh, scaffolding in the warehouse. There. Yeah, yeah, and then all that stuff is going on there. There's like twenty people flying around, and super cool, man. And I guess that's going to be it's every episode's two fights. Like an opening fight and then a closing fight. Well, the very uh, very first episode was the one where he goes up on the clipper, the nomads in the. Out that there was the, the opening fight. Yeah, and, and then the one in the rain was the closing fight. Yeah, yep. I think somebody's going to eventually get the me- a memo not to mess with Sunny. Where he finds the, <laughs> where he finds the kid. Yeah, the first one is where he goes out there with the nomads and finds the kid in the trunk, the kid with the powers. I know this man. He's, his eyes go dark. And yeah, he sees his blood. He freaks out and then and, and, uh, goes all. Uh, Super Warrior. It'd be weird. It'd be interesting to see where that goes. Like, yeah. Well, how does that play in everything? Because everything else is pretty much straightaway kung fu. Well, he and has then to... there's this weird mystical thing going on with this kid. Well, and this kid, he has this emblem from this one house, and mm-hmm. uh, he has. What do they? What do they call it? A trades or something like yeah, that? The city, it's like a city on the outside, the yeah. Badlands. In the neutral zone. <laughs> yeah, in the neutral zone. <laughs> Who's got Atreides? Mars. Mars does. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, house, I thought house that was, I thought that was interesting that the widow's uh, daughter. Uh, uh, that was Blade, wasn't it? House Atreides? No, that's Dune. That's right, Dune, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was interesting house, that uh, house uh, the, Conan. the widow's daughter uh, uh, is helping that, that young man. <clears throat> she, uh, her mom told her to. Hurt him so, so she's they not totally see the corrupted yet. I'm surprised the widow sort of fell for it, but I guess if she wasn't expecting her daughter to betray her, right? I think she feels like her daughter's going to be squared away and do what she's told. And she looked suspicious, though. She's like, she looked. The, the widow looked after that. She fake cut her hand and why? And then, Ooh, yeah, <laughs> cut me, don't, but don't really cut me. <laughs> so I, I guess all of our powerful people are going to be really badassery at uh, kung fu and stuff. So it's going to be cool, man. I'm really digging the mix. And I went back and rewatched both of those episodes because caught the family up on that TV show while they were here. And so I, d- I didn't have to pay so much attention to the story. And it might be interesting for you, Paul, if you went back and watched it. But there is so much going on visually in every one of those shots and how the shots build and interplay and everything goes into in just the, the lighting, the colors used in the, in the different um, scenes and stuff is all very indicative of what's going on. It was, that's all I did. The second go, go around um, watching that back was just pay attention to just visuals. Yeah. um, And really not looked at any of the characters and what's going on in the camera and all the color techniques that are used and, um, focus and there's a lot of lighting going on in that show so mm-hmm. <clears throat> they're also using either within the red cameras or post there's a lot of post processing and um, unfocusing things and kind of um, 
a little bit of Instagramming going on in terms of things being in, in, in muted and unfocused as yeah. as the camera's moving around. But it was super interesting to watch it that second go around where I was just looking at the visuals and the camera shots and the angles that they set up and everything. And it was um, quite entertaining to do so. Have you? Uh, that made me think about going back and rewatching those, which I'd love to go back and analyze that. Have you all ever heard of uh, this uh, Vimeo on YouTube series? This guy, it's called Every Frame of Painting. And he goes yeah, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes in and uh, breaks down f- famous scenes for and <laughs> movies about it's about cinematography and storytelling. Oh yeah, I think color he does a, and, a one on Drive that's really, yeah, really, really. Interesting. The, uh, he does one on on all the different uh, breaks down the four quadrants. Cinematography, and, yeah. The, it'd be cool to see if he does something like that on TV shows. Yeah, I would love for him. He his uh it is about uh it's a, about on his channel on YouTube. It says I like movies. I don't take requests. <laughs> so he sort of just picks what and what does he what wants he, to do. What he yeah. I would, sure. I would love to not request him to do, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to do this. Cause, uh, um, it's d- uh, dedicated to the analysis of film form pictures and sound all the way, baby. Yeah. And like he does, he breaks down stuff like on here, uh, Akira Kurosawa on composing, Movement, so everything it's back to all the way back to Buster Keaton, yeah, that, to that Bugs Buster, Bunny, to the Buster Keaton one. Maybe <clears throat> it was is one of his uh, newest uh, mm-hmm. posts. Uh, yeah, one week has, ago he uh, joined on April sixteenth, twenty fourteen. He has nearly four hundred thousand subscribers and over fifteen million views. Yeah, and he's only got twenty mm, ish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, does a thing on snow snow piercer, but it was su- super surprised. Obviously, this guy's not only gone to school, is trained, but he's in the industry because all of the way everything how he breaks down um, the shots within the video that he does, yeah. it's all really really well done. Yeah, there's a there's one. Uh, it was a Orson Welles movie uh, uh, called F is for Fake from 1973. How to structure a video essay? He does. It's about four four and a half minutes. Uh, if you look at his list of videos, uh, it's really good. I watched that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and the the drive, the, the quadrant, one he does on drive, quadrant. the quadrant system, mm-hmm. and how that he's how consistently that director used the quadrant system to move your eye. So if you look at go back, if you have time and watch those first one or two episodes with that in mind, just looking at the visual piece, it's really really well done. Yeah, and something uh, if. Uh, not only you guys, but anybody who checks us out. Uh, when you're watching um, fast-paced action, like fast cuts and stuff like that, where it's just p- sort of painting with motion, mm-hmm. and turn off the sound and watch it. It's really interesting what you can get out of just the just the pure movement, the movement of color and uh, the fast cuts and how they bridge. You can mm-hmm. get a lot out of what, when you turn the sound off, how they're bridging cut to cut to cut to cut right. to give the the feel does Which that work I think, with a michael bay film though <laughs> well, 1800 million I cuts <laughs> but with that Jeez. in mind how you're talking about and that's where what i was talking about how the bastard executioner is so disjointed visually you know how if if it's well thought out and well planned out that whole how shots link up you know and how that move and how they move you through a scene um, with the uses of all the different angles and the shots and the motion of the camera, the motion of the characters, blah, blah, blah. How well done that's in, done with Into the Badlands. It is thus far into the spectrum with, with the Bastard Executioner because that's where I would kept going. I'm like, whoa, 
why, why did they do, why did they go there? That doesn't make any sense how that these shots seem in, interconnected and it feels like the whole thing is jump cutting. You know what I mean? Where it's just like every every cut was like a weirdly weirdly bizarre menagerie of things that are they're almost on purpose to mump you. But I don't well, think it was on purpose. Well, and that's, they canceled that show, by the way. You weren't here last week. Yeah, bastard, bastard execution. Oh. Yeah. They can they canceled it uh, one season in. Yeah. It was too expensive and it sucked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, obviously. Well, mind. there's <laughs> I I say sucked. I haven't watched any of it, so I can't yeah. say that. I, I mean, we I'll have to go. God. We have to trust Brian's opinion. Well, he, you know, we know his taste. Uh, there's a there's a I see at some of these. Uh, these Twitter groups. Um, all right, we're going to have to do the Heineken remove. <laughs> yeah, we're going to Heimlich maneuver. Do we need to get out the uh, defibrillator? <laughs> Man, get the AED out. <laughs> the um, so I haven't I haven't checked out, but there's some Twitter groups that they re- they really follow. Uh, Bastard edges, and they absolutely love that show. And really? they're heartbroken for head. a one for a one season show already. Really? Yeah, it's like, but I was like, well. I believe what Brian says. <laughs> we know his taste by now is, and yeah. if it got canceled because it it went from we was talking last week, it went from its debut episode, I think, one point eight million viewers down to eight hundred thousand. Yeah, so it lost half his audience. Over half. Over half. Yeah, over half. <laughs> so yeah, it's it, it wasn't doing good. And you know, we was talking about how much we love. Have you watched any of Viking? On the History Channel? No, no. Uh-uh. Vikings is really good. That's another show yeah. I, I I keep... There's so many shows I need to catch up on. <clears throat> and it's coming back here pretty quick. Yeah, because like season, season five three, or whatever it is. Season <laughs> four. four. Season three is uh, available now, and I wanted to catch up on it, but there's sci-fi... Uh, fuck me up. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, sci-fi. I love you, sci-fi. <laughs> yeah. I think it rolled... The next season is in March. Yeah, so I, I need to get caught up on season three. I want to actually go back... And rewatch uh, seasons one and two because it's really that's a that's a good show. Vikings, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's I want to I want to try it out. Yeah, and I think Ginger, season, I think Ginger, would, one. I think she would, would like it. It's got it's got hot Viking dudes. I mean, what's not to like? Yeah. I, th- I think she would like. And everything that it's the Vikings did well, the bastard executioner did not. Yeah, it's like it's like the anti Vikings, visually storytelling actors, everything so bad. It's interesting. And they spent so much because uh, uh, Sutter had uh, said he had sat down with uh, the head of uh, the head of the uh, whatever channel it was. FX head of programming of, of I think it was head of programming. They had a, f- a very candid discussion about it, yeah. and it's like they got him to fisticuffs. Well, he said, <laughs> you know, he said uh, he said. I'm sure verbally that Ed Sutter is very <laughs> confrontational. Yeah, man, yeah. any man who's willing to bite his tongue off. <laughs> Uh, it's he said it's you know it's about money he said it wasn't it wasn't they couldn't justify the expense you know they shot it all overseas in in the UK yeah not for eight hundred thousand viewers yeah no they can't justify that and it's he you know he's a he's a he's an he's an adult he knows how the things work so yeah I'm I am looking forward to um, to uh, to tonight's episode of uh, Into the Badlands. Uh, mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, I, I, I definitely would. Uh, I'm going to take what Brian was saying. I think he's dying out there. You need to go check. <laughs> yeah, um, we, we may be calling the uh, ambulance here in a minute for Brian because he's out there coughing up a lung. <laughs> I got the black lung, Poppy. <laughs> Zool, it turned into Zoolander all of a sudden in here. <laughs> Are you all right? Yeah, 
Zo- uh, Zoolander 2, by the way, is coming out. Mm. Yeah. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, that's what they should call it. <laughs> they should call it. If they, <laughs> Zoolander 2, Electric, Electric Boogaloo. Boogaloo. Spraying. Uh, who's going to be spraying gasoline all over themselves than this one? <laughs> but it was uh, had the most views ever of a comedy trailer online. Did you see that tweet yesterday? Nuh-uh. <clears throat> so it was like. What, Bastard Executioner? <laughs> no. Zoolander 2. Zoolander yeah. Two. I don't know. I don't know why it's getting a sequel. I don't know. Did it do a lot of money? In the first it it's a, kind of become a kind of a cult comedy. It's a, film, it's a cult comedy. Yeah. And how many years back was the original, original Zoolander? Zoolander? That's uh, got to be ten, ten plus. At least ten. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I wonder if how well his Blue Steel has aged. <laughs> well, if you if you watch the trailer, it's all about Blue Steel and his other looks and how everybody's imitating two thousand one. Fifteen years between it. So two thousand one to two thousand sixteen is going to be the, yep. the difference there. He's 15. a little bit down on his luck. That seems like that's one. sort of the uh, the magic the magic number, fifteen or twenty years is the magic. Oh, time for time for a sequel or a remake. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like okay, we've we've got one generation out. Time for the whatever's the generation that is going to replace the millennials. What is the next generation going to be called? I don't know. I don't know if it has a name yet or not. Depends on yeah where you're starting that generation. Nobody talks about Generation X anymore. Two thousand or the aughts babies maybe. Where's the love? I mean, Gen technically, X? you're a baby boomer. <laughs> yes, because yeah. me and me and Brian are just right on the cusp of Generation X. Baby, boomer. I think that ended what it ended in sixty nine or seventy. Yeah, sixty nine, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so you're yeah, yeah you're a I'm a baby boomer. You're a baby. Into the, the baby boomer. You're the very Sounds you're old. the very tail. T- I'm the baby of the baby boomers. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Retirement. Start thinking about it. I'm like Rob, Rob Zombie. 1965. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly this turns into a 401k show. <laughs> Let's talk about our, your nest egg. Right. Remember asset allocation. <laughs> Diversification. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, uh, is this uh, is this the mid-season break for Into the Badlands? No, they got an episode on tonight. Yeah. No, it, ro- oh, it, is it this, rolls on. Is, are they going to retime it to take the, the <clears throat> Walking Dead? Please please don't tell me they're going to fill it with Fear of the Walking Dead. No. 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 Gonna, Everybody's no. The seasons yeah. overlap so that they could build a big audience for it going into the, the quote-unquote holiday hiatus. Yeah. But it's I, I, my understanding is it keeps rolling until it's done. Okay, and it's going to maintain the same time slot. Has, has AMC been advertising anything new? Uh, you know, they—I don't think so because they advertised the hell out of Into the Badlands during uh, you know the early days of early yeah. early shows in this season of Walking Dead. Yeah, they and they tied that to the hip of the Walking oh, Dead. Oh yeah, they so. really really did use the power of that to I'm, leverage I, that show. I, I, I could I could have swore I saw. I'll have to take a look on AMC. I think they have some stuff coming up next year. I can't remember what it is. There's some new, they have some new stuff coming up. Yeah. I'll have to take a look. Checkamc.com. Yeah. See what's uh see what's coming up. See if I can do this without uh going into dead air. <laughs> we all sitting here. Oh, by the way, uh 12 monkeys <laughs> uh you can watch it on the Sci-Fi app. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, there's app. literally any way you could think that you could watch a, a video or anything. It's it's available on. There's all the episodes yep. right there. Nice, nice little graphical GUI. Uh, very nice interface. That Sci-Fi app has. Well, hopefully it's. Uh, hopefully it's. Small monkeys. Yeah, uh, hopefully it's better than. Uh, better than uh, Amazon Prime <laughs> as far as the usability. Uh, upcoming uh, new TV shows on AMC. This is off of TV TVWeb.com. Um, 
Fear the Walking Dead. No. Mm, been there, done that. <clears throat> yeah. When is that scheduled to return? Um, I'll take that month off I think from watching like TV. Spring or summer. <clears throat> Let me see. Um, I imagine. Halt, have you also checked? Uh, I mentioned before. Checked out Halt and Catch Fire. Oh, I've seen the first season. It's awesome. Uh, it's awesome show. The when second you, season is. When uh, did you watch it? What is Halt? And I, Catch I watched Fire? it. Uh, I watched it like a month or a couple of months ago. What is Halt and Catch Fire? It's a sort of uh, like the. Um, it's the. It's sort of like riffing on the birth of personal computers, and it's a lot oh, of it's based yeah. here in Dallas area. Yeah, uh, filming filmed here. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the, well, it's the based story. on that whole little mini tech thing that came up with Texas Instruments. And oh, yeah. Now the company it focuses in on is a totally fictitious company, <clears throat> but it's Texas Instruments, and um, I can't remember all that. There was five or six huge companies that were all in Irving um, yeah. that had that tech corridor over there for a while. It sort of uh, struck me as uh, because the the lead one of the lead characters a, a very sort of a Steve Jobs type of personality yeah. that he's the salesman and you know trying to bring this the greatness and it's got the, the hacker female hacker uh she's on um i thought she was uh, she's in the martian in the martian yeah that's yep. right and she's i playing, sat there halfway playing, through the martian before it's like, that's where i know from and, and catch fire yeah and so she's typecast <laughs> as a hacker type of <laughs> computer hacker type of character um i don't see when um, Badland or uh, Fear of the Walking Dead comes back. I suppose I could look. I at heard it. Spring, uh, spring. I'm okay if it's not for a while. I, over on the side, on the side, it says it has a little Facebook like thing. Do you like Fear of the Walking Dead? Two people like this. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, wow! <laughs> Ooh, hold on, <laughs> Kurt Dang. Sutter would like those numbers. <laughs> All right, so let's transition. We're right at an hour, so let's transition over to uh, um, Walking Dead. TWC. Okay. Yeah. TWD, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Walking Dead, The Walking Dead. So what? Walkers. So uh, tonight is the mid-season finale. Mm-hmm. Well, we got to back up with the episode we just we just all watched this past week. Uh, I clear. Hello, Glenn. <laughs> Glenn's back. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's alive. <laughs> Glenn's back. Crawled into the dumpster. It, Did we I, not call that? Yeah, yeah we. Paul I, called it. Paul yeah. called it. Yeah, because I mean, it's like you dumpster. Could do, I mean the that one still frame I found you could drive a you could park a Mack <laughs> truck a Ferrari underneath there, yep. and I it didn't bother I, I think Brian was more displeased about how they wormed their way out of that than I was I was just I like his character and oh yeah so, he's, yeah well and, he's a fan favorite he's, yeah he's really kind of that's yeah. why some people are bummed the hell out did you see the uh, you guys I don't know how you watch you probably did Brian may not have depending on how he watches uh, Into the Badlands but they had a little. Stephen Ewan uh, can, uh, message during Into the Badlands, yeah. Um, that Thank said, you. "Hey, f- you know, thanks for everybody, fans of The Walking Dead. Thanks for your support, and thanks for for uh, all your concern, <laughs> or something like that." And he said, "It's good to be back." And yeah, no, I, I saw that because I was watch. I watched Into the Walk. I watched uh, Into the Badlands episode two before I watched this week's. So I was like, oh, oh yeah, that's back. <laughs> oh, they caught you. <laughs> yeah, but See, I mean, it was the first when you then you watch this week's episode. It, this, past week's episode, so it was the to, first I thing. I tried to watch that Talking Dead after, and it's such a love fest. It's <laughs> very yeah. difficult for me to watch the whole thing and take it seriously. Uh, it oh, really yeah, is like, 
just there it's like an hour of them yeah <laughs> sitting around praising each other which which i get but they're really not dis- it's almost like who there's, can show there's who's no, the bigger fan of who there's, there's no critique there's no critique it literally just is oh yeah a, there's nothing negative on that show That's well I, I mean a critique doesn't have to be negative yeah but they're but what they are is just it's fanboy of fanboy of fanboy shows i don't i think i'm kind of out on that now yeah I do like I like to watch it because I do like the recaps of who all got killed and all the nasty in, in memoriams. That, yeah. That's kind of all the funny bits are fine. Yeah. yeah, it's the people talking about. You know what? You're the best man. No, you're the best man. <laughs> hey, what? Can nope. you slide down the couch a little bit? And <laughs> yeah. you on the back. Gosh, we're bit. like we're all the best. If you're thinking about it. nobody's <laughs> more best than anybody else in here. We're just all the best. Everybody, everybody sitting on these couches, aces in my book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys are aces. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, um, I can take that show or leave it. It's, 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 it's a, it's, uh, I like, uh, Chris Hardwick's enthusiasm mm-hmm. and he's, he's a great he, host. Yeah. yeah and mm-hmm. his, uh, if you've, if anybody's never seen, uh, his Nerdist website, he's got a little empire he's built. Yeah. That good for him. Site. I mean, good for him. I like, I, mean, I like the Nerdist feed on my Facebook because it pops up pretty cool stuff every day. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I have a, that on Twitter and all that stuff, you know, goes Nerdist. back and forth. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's good. Yeah. Now, uh, uh, so the episode, the episode we had, I had a, um, because uh, Father Gabriel's still Father Gabriel. <laughs> I love, I loved, loved, loved the where he's putting out the flyers and Rick walks by and just break, takes him down, yeah, carries him off. Yeah, and then Coral is like, "Dad." <laughs> yeah, somebody was talking on uh, on the the Reddit. Uh, they do a recap on on Reddit on the the Walking Dead uh, uh, subreddit, and uh, so they 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 was talking about that. Man, he didn't say it. it Father Gabriel didn't say anything, and Rick didn't say anything. He just walked up, started reading. He's like, "Man, you got to run everything past me first. Is that we're we're having the, we're meeting at the solar panels? <laughs> yeah. It's like you're gonna make no prayer meeting tonight. This is I've already scheduled the machete training <laughs> at the solar panels. You got to run things past me, Gabriel. And he goes back and puts them up. Uh, one of uh, the tw- our, uh, the uh, Twitter commenters, Mylani. Uh, 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 Ma- Makanai, uh, she's a, a Hawaiian. She does Hawaiian music stuff mm-hmm. like that. She loves The Walking Dead. I thought this. Was a, I, I don't know if this has really happened, but I thought it was an interesting idea. Um, she uh, she had posted on Twitter. I think Gabriel brought that steeple down on the wall. Uh, please, no more bites. <laughs> Gabriel <laughs> can go though. <laughs> and I, I was I, I was thinking that's like I hadn't thought of that angle. Is that maybe not if Father Gabriel did? But man, he's he's got to be mad at Rick. And he showed that he's got a little bit of crazy in him, but there's a lot of loose cannons. You got Ron in there, not yeah, our Ron, little Ron, yeah. little Ron, um, Spencer, yeah, Spencer yep. for Spencer for hire, <laughs> yeah, pissed, off, pissed off Ron. Yeah. So there's there's enough. Um, Team that, angst. I thought that was an interesting idea. I think it's just the damage to it that brought it down. Yeah, but what yeah. if it was sabotage? Mm-hmm. That'd be awesome. Another little twist. Yeah, was, yeah. Uh, I mean, they kept showing from the whole episode how this gap and that crack and mm-hmm. the, the pressure on that right. building. But then, <clears throat> all right, you build all that badass retaining wall, but then you leave buildings in this. You don't go around buildings. You you leave a building half in and half out. Well, I've got. Or a, you don't take. Or you don't take something like that that could cause a problem down. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I, my biggest problem is that they went on and on about. Uh, you know that that uh, Deanna's husband was an engineer, and they built this wall. They put all the support p- 
posts on the outside of the wall. Uh, yeah, I know. It's like, that, yeah. okay, yeah, I, I, I have I've, a vehicle. I'm just going to drive through all these, tuk, 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 like, <laughs> knock them down like bowling pins, and then right. here we are. It's yeah, like, walls how, fall about, down. how about building yeah. them on Your the fortifications inside. should be on the inside of the wall. And I just, I still don't, I still don't understand <laughs> that at all. question his engineering degree now. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like, man, would you get that University of Phoenix? Well, I had some real world experience that applied. I only had to take about three credit hours. Really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I honestly. Got, yeah, I went to the, not to derive but to the University of Phoenix engineering program. <laughs> well, it'd be like, well, my wife didn't like the aesthetics of the uh, supports being on the inside, so we had to make them on the outside. People kept tripping on them, and it was really a hazard. For it, was, the uh, it was just not aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, it was OSHA violations all over the place. And, yeah, it's, um, I, I thought that was interesting. That uh, I really wonder about the wisdom of Rick. Letting that Ron kid have a have a gun, even though it wasn't, he didn't have to let him have bullets. Just carried around a while, and then that Ron kid went in and grabbed some bullets. And there was some chatter on uh, the uh, Reddit's uh, Walking Dead subreddit is that um, it's like, well, this kid's never fired a gun himself at all. Yeah. Did he even grab the right type of bullets? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's yeah. like he's going. But he it was stalking Carl there at the end. Yeah. 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 So he's yeah. He's good. Is he is he is he stalking Carl or is he following Carl to get to Rick? What's his What's his? I did. I will say yeah. that the whole training of Ron and the gun and Coral being like cool. yeah because he would his Rick would say all right you got to hold it like this and make sure that you're not nervous. And then Coral would go, yeah, man, make sure you're not nervous, man. (laughs) He was, man, talk about egging him. I know everything. He just repeated in some annoying fucking fashion. I know how to shoot a gun. You don't. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You're going to be nervous. Well, (laughs) you're going to be nervous. You can't be cool like me and my dad. (laughs) I have a dad still that's alive. (laughs) Remember? Wow, this is seen as annoying me. Coral (laughs) is driving me crazy. Yeah, if he gets shot, then maybe he's Shut should shoot him. Well, maybe you should shut your fucking mouth and there, then Coral. When, you, when you're standing over yeah. Coral's dead body, you should yeah. just talk annoyingly. Well, and in, in the comic book, I'm not going to spoil anything, but something happens. <laughs> something <laughs> happens to Carl, and uh, they'll be interested to see if that uh, tra- transpires tonight because they weave in and out of the comic mm-hmm. yeah. storyline. So we'll, we'll see, see see what happens. They got, a, they got a major breakthrough in the wall, major breach. They got yeah. zips in the wire. Yeah, May, yeah. We're they, they're going to have to call v- in some artillery. Danger close, man. Rounds, rounds coming down right. It's like we just it's like, hey, the green balloons or the orange balloons. The Glenn's back. Oh. oh, it's like man. oh hell, Maggie, pregnant, pregnant Maggie got all happy, and then they're still they're close, but they're. There's about a billion zombies between them. <laughs> yeah. they, got, they got a lot of stuff to kill in this episode. Yeah. So uh, wouldn't that be a, a the shits if uh, Glenn ends up dying or Maggie ends up dying? After all that crap with all that crap with with that would that would make Glenn. me a little bit happy for how annoyed I am at the whole is Glenn dead or not thing. <laughs> if he came back for one episode and then was immediately killed. <laughs> So, yeah, that'd be that'd be interesting if uh, something happens. I'm, I'm still not really a hundred percent happy with how they handled all the press after that whole Glenn thing. Mm-hmm. Is that everybody was up in arms and Scott Gimple, the you know the showrunner, was on the Talking Dead right after. Oh, calm down, everybody! It's like yeah. just let it 
build. You did this on purpose. Calculate. Right, yeah, you did it. You did it. You chose to do it's it. It's like that they way. got scared and they tried to walk it back a little bit. It's like, oh, well, well I think though stone. with the characters that they have left now, if you think of how many characters have died, but of the old school characters, man, just, in terms of the show and fan disruption and fan dislike, like the purpose of this show is nobody survives forever, right? <clears throat> they will they're gonna have a hard time pulling the trigger on major character deaths. Yeah. Well, that's, there's there's a few that are unkillable. There's there, you can't kill Rick, you can't kill uh Daryl, you can't kill If Daryl dies, we well, riot. Yeah. Well, I mean there's uh, yeah. female you'll lose a huge amount of the female fan base if you kill off Daryl. And we we talked about that a few podcasts ago is that there was an interview recently with uh Kirkman, uh the creator of The yeah. Walking Dead uh comic. Uh he said nobody's untouchable. Only person in his mind that he sort of is thinks is in his mind is untouchable is Carol. He said, right. I've, I've invested, we've invested so much into her arc. He mm-hmm. said to me, she's right now. She's the only unkillable one. That yeah. means leaves Daryl on the table. You know, he's on the chop. He could be on the chopping. Well, board. I mean, what Kirkman thinks versus what the show people want to do is a different things. So, I mean, yeah. you know, the, the, the Rick, Daryl, Carol, uh, maybe Glenn and Maggie, um, you know, Carl, I think at this point is, is somewhat expendable to a degree, although he's close in that borderline on that range. And then you, you know, your new characters, Abraham's a very likable character. You know, will he, you know, will he be around for a while? I think, um, of course, I think father Gabriel is dead in this, <laughs> maybe in this coming episode tonight. As poor as his, <laughs> as his survival skills are, is like, how is he still alive? And freaking Eugene is, is what use is that dude? Yeah. I know <laughs> he is a, a, Other a, sport no, a nice mullet of no use. <laughs> right. And there is not even a love triangle angle anymore. Yeah, with him and Tara, cause up, Tara is he's so bad. He may end up getting somebody killed like to save Exactly. Him. Yeah. Like uh, what's her name, the, the lesbian uh, Tara. tank top wearing mm-hmm. Tara, yeah, mm-hmm. and then uh, Rosalie, uh, you know, Abraham's now wanting to do get with Sasha, so uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's yet to tell her that he wants to be with that. So. He is he is multi ethnic, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. The, one of the funny things I read about that whole thing is that that they were like somebody just made the comment of like, wow, that looked like a one way street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was not reciprocating or yeah. picking up at least picking up what he's putting down. Yeah, he's 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 <laughs> setting things down. It's just staying down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, picking up like yeah. Brian said. Yeah, the um, I'm really excited for tonight's episode because I love it when shit goes insane. Yeah, I love hell breaks loose. Yeah. yeah, and those zombies. I mean, you're, you're stuffing them in a, a little sardine can, so that's going to be interesting. And Glenn, the angle of Glenn being on the outside and him ro- rolling with crazy loose cannon Enid who's like oh I gotta survive see y'all later <laughs> yeah. she's kind of irritating me <laughs> and then they, we still have you know we still have uh, that wolf that in, in the in yeah, lock up the, the dude the dude that's been injured and yeah you know and Morgan's got good. in lock up and Carol found out about it so yeah. I'm like it's yeah. like I'm ready to see if who Morgan, you got in that cage in there see if Carol, Carol. feeds him some of those special cyanide, cook, cyanide cookies <laughs> can never tell anyone <laughs> hey dude just look at these flowers here yeah <laughs> pop pop so uh, there's a lot of uh, for a mid-season finale there's a lot of balls up in the air for this for tonight's show okay my question yeah. is why, why do the little there's a lot of balls up in the air why do the sit down with uh, Morgan uh, the three of them, Carol, Rick, and and uh, Michonne with Morgan, 
and then go right into this hell's breaking loose. You know, well, that's I think that's what's going to save Morgan from getting Ixnade or Carol fucking (laughs) put a bullet in his head, something sharp in sharp in his throat. (laughs) I'm telling you, because. Carol don't put up with shit. No, no. But remember how we... She has zero tolerance. I, I did like that that was immediate. They figured it out, right? And they're sitting Morgan down rather than dragging it out. Because I think I, t- I talked a little bit ad nauseum around how it would be interesting to see how they handle this on the other side when they find out. I do yeah. think that's super important like for all these yeah, characters yeah, you, going, you mentioned that before. going forward. And I do think that at some point they have to... And we talked a little bit last podcast around how the it's a little bit of a dead drum beat for me now about how do the right thing quote unquote right thing always has unintended unintended negative consequences right where you show your humanity like Daryl did in helping them out like um, Morgan did in, in letting the wolves go it, has, it always backfire, backfires right? right that survival dictates you do X your humanity dictates you do Y Y causes problems with X and future survival, right? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how they handle this, and especially since Rick seems a little bit more leeway-ish, and, but Carol's cut and dry, man. <laughs> right, yeah. I, I think that would be interesting if uh, somehow they they figured out a way to twist it around, and by Morgan keeping that guy, it somehow ends up being useful. Not the guy intentionally helping them, but for whatever transpires. Get that, some information out of him or something. Or, yeah, or, or it fortuitously to, works out in their favor that, oh, it's a good thing we had that Dick, would be dickhead an, anyway. An, like, yeah. it, that would be interesting. That would be interesting. If Morgan killing this guy would have prohibited something positive happening down the road. So him leaving the guy alone, like you're saying, garners some type of positive uptick in their, their ability to survive. And if he would have killed him, that wouldn't have occurred. Yeah, some information or something that they glean from so, that guy. Something that, though, at least it gives Morgan a little bit of like, see, isn't it? Isn't it good that we're not so, so you know, no holds barred? But we have my humanity, my believing that all life is precious, ended up being beneficial, right? Whether, but whether you he know, didn't he, say that to he, him at the table. All life is precious. And Carol's yeah. looking at him like you. What the fuck? Is <laughs> Michonne's just like. That's not going to work, dude. Yeah. <laughs> just, you're, you're about to get voted off the island, my friend. <laughs> so all, all we see is him get thrown over the fence. Ah! <laughs> and what I think, at least it's cool because they set him down as a unified front. Yeah. It's those three main characters, which you, if you think, with the exception of maybe Daryl, are your main killers, right, in terms of like making decisions like that. It's all them against Morgan. So, yeah. And I thought it would play out Rick versus Morgan. Only, and then maybe Carol doing her own thing as she typically does. But she are we going to are we going to see Negan Negan tonight? I don't think they just cast him maybe, two weeks maybe, ago. Maybe that's uh, I bet that's in January when yeah. all that rolls out. And they're fi- probably they probably are starting because I know they've been filming and probably they've everything that's in the can now is out. They cast him two weeks ago. He probably goes right into production, and then. I would think that would Jan, that'd be January. Yeah, we, we'll probably see more of that uh, that group, the survivors, the ones that uh, Daryl ran into out out in the out in the woods. Out in the woods, dude immediately chopped off his arm. Yeah, right. got to get a man. They showed us that big old truck, juicy truck full of fuel. <laughs> they could man. That's nothing better than set that thing on fire and blowing up some zombies. Yeah, and who's uh, who's on the radio saying help? Oh yeah. I that would be I would be interested in seeing if this is the end of Alexandria. Mm. It's like the help they, could have been coming from somebody to Alexandria because they're being now overrun with yeah. uh, walkers. 
This is somebody's rendition of the Walking Dead theme song. Oh, nice. Yeah, I could tell right away. So that's today's podcast. Cool. Follow us at Binge Watch PC on Twitter. Brian at BingeWatchPodcast.com for email. Uh, BingeWatchPodcast.com is the website and search for that on Facebook. Beyond that, we're out. All right. Bye. Later. <laughs>